Hello. Welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello and welcome to the Wreckage of Mithranor. My name is Chris and I'll be your dungeon master tonight and I use they them pronouns. We're thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg. Well, how to describe the wreckage of Mithranor? It's a love letter to computer RPGs of my childhood, including uh, the Baldur's Gate series, the Pool of Radiance series, Neverwinter Nights, um, taking a specific location from Pool of Radiance and then putting a modern spin on it. So um, the ancient elven city of Mithranor has been lost to time many a time and is so once again and a group of unlikely heroes in this case will be heading there to try and uncover more secrets. I hope you enjoy the adventure. For those who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here is playing a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. They all have their own unique character sheets in front of them, which tell them who they are, what they can do, their deepest, darkest secrets, and what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling a 20-sided dice, and you should be seeing a little number ticker up here in the corner when they do. Uh, 20s are good, 1s are bad, everything in between is on a scale, so feel free to boo and or cheer depending on what's happening in the story. And while they play their characters, I, the Dungeon Master, will play literally everything else. So anyone they encounter, any monsters they have to fight, any uh, weather patterns, story beats, anything else, that's all me. So um, you'll see me playing a huge number of people alongside them. Now, I'm very excited to introduce you to the cast of The Wreckage of Mithranor, so without ado, here they are. Hi, I'm Nat, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Ildrathni Elendor, who uses she, they pronouns. Ildrathni is uh, an elf, definitely an elf, definitely not a dampier at all. No, mostly elf. Um, and also a cleric and a little bit of paladin and is currently traveling with a very, very ancient elf on a mission to go to the renowned city of Mithranor. Hi, I am Rebecca. I use she, her pronouns. I am playing Ava, who also uses she, her pronouns. Ava is an Azamar, a warlock of the undead. She currently has uh, a dead patron, stolen powers, a massive vendetta with her god, and the Wand of Orcus sending demons after her, so that's all fine. Uh, some people say that she's evil, and I've no idea why. She just has a lot going on. Hi there, I'm Nate. I uh, I use EM pronouns and I get played by G, uh, who also uses EM pronouns. And uh, well, I'm I started off as a wizard, right? And then I hung about with some druids for a long time. And then I hung, hang on, wait, no, that was when I became an artificer, sort of for a bit, more like an apprentice. But then I didn't really finish my training. Uh, and well, most recently I made a warlock pact. And, well, I've been in some bands and stuff for, for a while as well, so I suppose you could say I'm kind of, like, a, I like getting into a lot of different stuff. Hey, I'm Niall, I play Anson Rain. Uh, both of us use he, him pronouns. Uh, Anson is a divination wizard and a little bit of fader thrown in there. Um, yeah, once found out that he is um, a descendant of, <laughs> of an ancient Netherese wizard, uh, undead mummy, and uh, is, well, not a descendant, but a clone, and is currently struggling with that whilst, uh, whilst, you know, being a little bit obsessed with magic and mythlars. 
Hi, I'm Evie. I use she, her pronouns and I'm playing Ephemera, who also uses she, her pronouns. Um, Ephemera is a reborn druid of spores um, and being reborn was killed, sacrificed to Orcus at some point in the past and through a wacky series of events is now traveling with her good pal Ava, totally a, not a terrifying angel person with a wand of Orcus being chased by demons. Life decisions have been made. Don't know if they're good. And there are all of our lovely players. Before we dive too deep into the story, a couple more AOB to go through. First, a word from our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com. And just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials. It's all great stuff. You should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We are also supported by Warriors of Waterdeep. Take your team of warriors on a quest spanning the Forgotten Realms, all on your mobile. Power up your teams with items, work with your guild to defeat hordes of enemies, and test your metal in the arena. And to make all of that work, you need gems. As we frequently say, the hunt for gems is real. Pop exclamation mark wow gems into chat for a link to collect free gems and get yourself that nice sword you've been looking at or revive your heroes against a deadly foe. Download link exclamation mark warriors of Waterdeep in chat. 
We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours. And on Fridays, we run our talk show, Talk Together, for one hour. Our TTRPG streams can be one shots, four, six, eight, or 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat, help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. Um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favourite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own, and while we aim to avoid misgendering, we do acknowledge that it does sometimes happen, and have a company policy in place for correction, should the need arise. If you think we've missed anything, please let us know. You can drop us an email at RollTogetherRPG at gmail.com or just pop something into chat. We're always open to hearing about how we can do things better. We use the TTRPG Safety Toolkit as part of play. If you put exclamation mark safety into chat right now, there'll be a link to it, or you can uh, ask us about it on any of our social medias. We're happy to share it. It is uh, created by uh, Lauren Bryant and Kiana Shaw and is an absolutely excellent way to play safely at your tables, and we couldn't recommend it more. If you pop exclamation mark safety into chat as well, you'll also see a link to content warnings. Uh, this campaign does sometimes stray into the dark, especially party PvP, party and party conflict. 
So uh, do check that out and see if there's anything there you'd like to avoid. Anyway, without further ado, here's the intro. Welcome, everyone, to episode four of The Wreckage of Mithranor. How's everyone doing this evening, this morning, wherever you are in the world? A pleasure to have you. Welcome. Um, right. Ooh, last time was big. Last time was big on all the reveals, right? At it, the was like big. <laughs> it was like that big. like that big. So big. <laughs> so the party made their way. They had a big encounter with a beholder who they scared the shit out of very quickly and who got trapped under their own tower in rubble. Um, they got some information from the Beholder about what they were going to face in Mithranor. There are some demons and guns, and two of those guns were found by uh, Nate and Anton. An antimatter rifle and a laser pistol, respectively, I believe. Sounds yep. right. Mm -hmm. I've got them equipped. <laughs> We've already used it once, haven't you? Yeah. Anyway, um, they, the party at that point, Ava and Ephemera had kind of split off a bit because um, Ava wanted to just kill the Beholder, and everyone was like, maybe that's a bit mean, and then the Beholder was really annoying. We probably got to the same place where we got to anyway, but um, in either case, a Ava got huffy and stormed off. I think I'm going to say that a lot. And um, went into one of the crypts with Ephemera <coughs> to try and find um, where the way through, the way to go. Um, meanwhile, the party, the remainder of the party, um, stopped by an ancient statue in the Polyandrium, the cemetery of Mithranor, which is outside the city. And uh, Eldrathne had a moment. Am I alive? Am I, am I an elf? Am I a... Am I human? Am I dancing? Oh, um, that's okay. <laughs> all of these things happened. Um, at which point, um, Ava and Ephemera in the underground, in the tomb, had an encounter with some terracotta warriors that seemed to want to make you terracotta as well. And a creature that uh, we started calling the um, <laughs> the backstory machine <laughs> because it, it makes people relive their worst memories and sometimes on bad saving throws share those memories with people around them, which, you know, it's quite useful. Anyway, it's in the ethereal plane and can do this from there. So you're all like, there's something there, but we can't see it. Apart from Anton, who can see it. Um, you managed to stop the terracotta statue from turning Ava into a terracotta statue herself. And uh, Ildrathne's very well-placed wall of fire um, has now given you a path with fewer of these things to deal with through this tomb, through this room. Um, and the wall of fire seems to be enough to keep the rest of them either at bay or utterly destroyed very, very quickly because they've now got a lot of hit points. There are four statues remaining between you and the illusory wall at the back, which has a door in it, which Anton can see because Anton has true seeing at the moment. Um, Anton can also see the gallows speaker, is what it's called, a big floating, um, very much Grim Reaper death floating thing in the uh, in the middle, slightly off to the left, of the tomb, currently um, attacking people around with their worst memories. And uh, there is a path you can all run down. But as I recall, in initiative order, we're diving straight back in uh we are going into yes that's right dnd beyond resume combat it's really great love that it can do this oh, assume it 
Uh, Nate, it is your turn. Il Drathny has just started holding her head, holding their head, and is uh, clearly reliving something awful. None of no one else gets to see it. Okay, boo. Holding, <laughs> holding their head, which is, I guess, quite awkward because in one hand is a big shield and the other hand is a giant hammer. So that's <laughs> taking up a lot of space. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's a good thing. Um, Ava's um, backstory reveal was that um, her husband, who we've never heard about before, was killed, came back to life as a reborn, and then torn apart. Did you say by whom? No. By no, a I group didn't. of nasty people. So that's a bad memory. Um, whereas Eldrathi's memory was of being turned, it was being killed, being killed and uh, off the chance to become a, vamp- a full vampire and instead uh, becoming a dampier at the hands of LaRouche Maladata, a villain from a previous campaign. You pronounce the douche. The douche. It is. Do you keep saying it wrong? I am not sinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and technically, it was Ladouche Le, that killed her, and then Manzorius offered offered them the chance to. So um, Evie had a silver backlash, but Ephemera doesn't care at all. Good, right? It's so hard to make Ephemera not care because <laughs> I care so much. You'll find out. I'm sorry, G. Next is your turn. I apologise. That's right. Um. There are four. Yeah, there are four four of the statues. Um, How many of them could I get in a 15 foot cone and. Two. Two of them. Okay. Um, Then. How's this? So it's a wizard thing. Um, So Nate kind of, again, gauntlet with the wand in. Uh, He sort of twirls his hand around and like a little ball of uh, sort of yellowish white energy appears and he sort of like flicks it up in the air and catches it in his mouth uh, and that's his bonus action of casting dragon's breath um, and then yeah and then uh, attacks with the dragon's breath what um, uh, what kind of breath is it? Uh, I'm going to say it's we had fire seemed to do damage to them before didn't it? Sure. Yeah. yeah, so it's a fire. Yeah, great. Cool. Um, and they have to make a uh, deck save. Oh, they're so good at that. These fucking stone things. Oh, I rolled a 16, but that's a 13. Oh, so and, I rolled, and I rolled a nat 1, so that's a minus 2. Oh. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. So then, in that case, they both take. Mm hmm. 22 points of damage. Uh, Two of them crumble as well. The fire is super effective against terracotta and uh, the clay cracks and breaks and it falls into shards. And once it falls into shards, there's like pieces of humanoid, but it doesn't keep moving. It's now just a broken statue, forever stuck in its slightly arms outstretched position. Two of them, the two closest ones, are now down as well. Um, The path in front of you, there's about 15 foot clear. And then there's two more of them before the illusory wall at the back. Right. And there's still the gallows speaker. Anton, you can see it. And it's ethereal. It's in the ethereal plane. Um, I'm going to use a free action to freak the fuck out. Uh. <laughs> How does that, what's that look like? <laughs> <laughs> Some top notch acting there now. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and then I'll pull out my, uh, I'll put my hand into my bag of holding and pull out a wand of magic missiles. <laughs> Force damage does affect the ethereal plane. Uh-huh, yes. uh-huh. Yeah, I'll use all seven charges on the the Grim Reaper thing. I forgot what it's called. Is it Gallows Speaker? Well, the Gallows Speaker. Sweet. I'll kill it. Name for a monster. With. 
The, oh no, sorry. Backstory machine. I will kill the backstory machine, yeah. uh, reducing our chances of ending traumatic memories. How many D4s is it for? Um, Did you cast it effectively at ninth level? Seven. No, you can't. Seven, seven, seven charges, so eight. Eight. eight right, it's three at first. So I'm gonna roll just to check. No, nope. so it's not destroyed either. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's eleven. Oh lord! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I need to roll four more after this. So it's eleven d four plus eleven. <coughs> oh. Okay, cool. Cool. So that is uh, five, ten, twelve, twelve plus. Um. 23, 24, 35 points of force damage. Um, which, yeah, I think I think he just very, very casual, very casual Wand of Magic Missile. Just pulls out a Wand of Magic Missile, screams, no. and do, 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 do. <laughs> just loads of Tom, what are you doing? They're over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you will note, actually, I will allow this, you will all see that Anton's magic missiles appear to impact something in midair. You can't see it because it's in the ethereal plane, but they appear to be sort of, like, do sort of impact damage on nothing. So you all have a sort of vague sense that there might be something there. Um, Anton, only you can see this. It looks surprised and affronted that something managed to hit and hurt it, and um, its focus is now resolutely on you. What a poo. Um, <laughs> that, cast, that counts as casting a, a spell because it's a wand. It's, use, it's using an object, technically, yes. Yes. Uh, and that, I believe... Ooh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Does it say, does the magic item... This is all, I always fall down on this. Does the magic item say that it lets you cast the spell, or does the magic item cast the spell itself? That's the distinction. It says, while holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more of its charges to cast the magic missile spell. You are casting magic missile, so you can't cast it. Yeah. That's correct. Um, I believe I can't do anything else. So I think I'm just going to say to Ava, that the thing that's attacking, <laughs> the thing that's attacking this is right there. <laughs> I don't know how to make it any clearer. It's pretty invisible. You're the only one that can kill it. Dale. Ava, it is your turn. Um, can I assume that she is panicking so hard, but she has seen Ildrathne get freaked yeah. out without being touched by a terracotta thing. She has seen Anton impact this thing, and she has heard Anton. She's wise enough that she can yeah. know what to attack? No, you don't know. <laughs> no, of course you can. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna, again, panicking, so nothing fancy and it's also a, force it's damage. Of, it's just a vanish check rolls because you can't see it. You have the Great. general vicinity, so you can at least try and aim for it. But you I'm gonna roll it. six. Eldritch Blast at disadvantage, please, Chris. I was just kind of hoping that, you know, Rebecca's natural aptitude of rolling high will cancel out this disadvantage. Again, I have plus 12 for each one, so they should mostly hit, I hope. <laughs> hang on, sorry, hang on. You have a plus 12 to hit. Its AC is 12. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll roll very quickly to see if any of them roll six double. Now, yeah, uh, no. They all hit. They all hit. I'm just seeing if I get double nat 20s because it's me. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. But they all hit. Cool, that's fine. Go for your life. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, bang, 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 bang. Ava is like, is she? Yeah, she's probably just actively sobbing at this point. She is as far from the put together, composed, horrible Ava that you've met as you can possibly imagine. Uh, so it's going to be 60, 10 plus. Loving the visuals here of licking flames so everything's flickering in the light. You're sobbing, tears running down your face, and just firing bolts of energy into nothing as something appears to start appearing and screaming in midair. It's great. And but again, Sorry, Kinnanika, if she was behind Ildrathni, right, who was kind of just, so that I'm assuming you're like peeking out from behind. Oh no, I'm going Ildrathne. through Ildrathni. No, yes. <laughs> I was stood there just going, <laughs> I think she will have seen that her shield is incapacitated and is going to like screw her courage to the sticking place, step out and right. aim at it. And again, same as last time, because she is panicking and because of that particular memory, her magic is much less crafted and lazy and it's much more ferocious radiant. Right, fantastic. Um, Right, uh, that is six, that's two, eight, 13, 20, 29, 38, 68 points of damage. Um, you machine gun fire Elders Blasts, as you are wont, and uh, again, you pepper this space with, and it, it becomes visible. You can all see it now. Um, it is huge like massive rents of weird smokiness have torn away from it so it, it's looking a bit amorphous but it's still very clearly got a grim reaper star face and body as it stares down at you all screaming with weird magical necrotic violence it's not dead um all good cool another round of this hooray <laughs> ephemera you can now see it but there's also two more of these stone things or you could just run for the door i mean i encourage all of you to just run for the door these guys have got it Oh, it's just yes. occurred to me, Chris. Well, I, I didn't do a con saving throw when I got hit by the psychic damage for my wall of fire. Oh my. Come on. I feel like I should have shut up about that. <laughs> I, I respect the honesty. Uh, you would be rotted with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that is no. not true. I'm very nice. You all think I'm so mean, and it's not. No. I mean, it's, it's a non that 20, and I took, what, seven psychic damage? Yeah, you're fine. So, yeah. I really didn't think it was going to fall, honestly. Yeah. But there you go. Cool. Right. Thank you, Nat. So, yeah, ephemera. Um, well, these guys seem to have the big beastie in the middle kind of sorted, to be mm -hmm. honest. Mm hmm. And everyone's screaming and crying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna bonus action shillelagh my staff, um, make an arc around the thing, and hit any any of the terracotta that hit that want to get me, and try and go for the door. Sure, there are two. How many attacks around do you get? Just one. Yeah, just one. Uh, you can smash one on the way, run past, and then run past the other one if you want to. It's entirely up to you. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. You impact one with the shillelagh as you run past it, but it just doesn't do any damage at all. They're made of terracotta, which is famously good against being smashed. Um, I tried. <laughs> are you going to run past both of them? Yeah, why not? I just they, want to be away from people crying. They both grab at you. I will just let you all know behind the curtain a bit because I think it's such a cool monster design idea. They have advantage on um, attacks of opportunity to try and stop people and slow them down. Cool. Very clever. Uh, Non-nat 20 to hit you on the first one, Evie. Yep. Woof. Yep. A woof. 
Make a con saving throw, please. Okay. Ooh, 19. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Uh, you do take um, eight points of bludgeoning damage as you run past, and one clonks you, I'll say the shoulder as you go past, quite a hefty blow that stubbles, staggers you off your feet as you try and circle the other one who will also try and strike you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come now, Mr. Bond. There we go. Even better, 24 to hit you. Uh, Advantage on rolls is just such a good thing. Another yeah. con save, please, Evie. Okay, come on, dice, don't fail me now. You did not fail me, that's 18. Mm. Yeah, you're fine, but you take another um, 13 points of bludgeoning damage as well. The next one manages to clonk you on the back of the neck as you stagger forward, almost dropping you to your knees, but you manage to run past. Are you just running for the back wall? Where? Yeah. Cool. As you run towards the back wall, you... <laughs> You disappear through a wall. From everyone else's perspective, you have run through a stone wall. I'll describe where you are in a minute, if that's okay. You just stagger into somewhere. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, good. Ildrefni. Oh, my turn already? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Done cool. a full cycle. Everyone's had a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm assuming... Well, am I still in this psychic... Uh, mental no. image? No, okay. I mean, you still um, feel dreadful. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm not going to... There's no in-game effect. That's just me Fine. telling you as a DM, you feel like this has ruined your day. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, boo. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the... The thing with when... When she died, when she was... She was murdered, that she... Mark. She went. She went over there without her armor, without her weapons, because she was not expecting to have a fight. But this time, she's got a big ass hammer, um, and I mm -hmm. think the <laughs> <laughs> the urge to fight back, I think, is just mm. projected on this creature. Now that now that they can see it, um, mm -hmm. I don't care. There's terracotta things in the way. I'm just going to run over and smite it. Uh, it's currently floating up in the air. I can spider climb. It's in the middle, <laughs> unless you want to Is it not? I thought it was like in the corner. No, no, it's 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 floating above all of this. It's above okay. the wall of fire. Is it close enough to a wall that I could spider climb up a wall, jump off the wall and smite it? You'd be on the far side of your own wall of fire, but yes. Sure. She, she's angry. Okay. <laughs> I will fully allow it. I think it's fucking awesome that you, you basically turn to a wall. Did you just run up it? How does your spider climbing function? Because uh, your spider climbing is subject to your vampiricism, so... That, yeah. I think it, you it do is the, a... Do you, do you do the Dracula scuttle? <laughs> Please tell me you do the Dracula scuttle. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's, it's turned it a little bit feral, and I think the initial like memory is like she's on the... bit more crouched on the floor, just kind of looks up at it, and just, uh, again, bears the teeth, and then just up the up the wall and like pounce leaps off it and blam with the hammer it, it will i will never lose the fact that gary oldman in a ridiculous wig scuttling up a wall where the film is sped up so it looks super fast and scary will always be my vision of this even though it's not that creepy and just a bit weird it's always going to be my vision so yes carrying a giant hammer as well <laughs> carrying a small giant hammer. hammer yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I will allow that you do a sort of weird scuttle up the wall almost to the ceiling and then do a leap spin hammer two hands straight down on top of it go for it that's a 31 to hit <laughs> yeah, of, of course you hit <laughs> are you out of your tree 
Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm. Mm, how cross? How cross am I? Uh, how many spell slots do I have left? I'm going to. I'm gonna smite at fourth level. <laughs> I want it gone. I mean, it's possible. Uh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> bludgeoning mm-hmm. uh, is oh uh, is seventeen bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. plus an additional uh, two radiant in general just from uh, applying my forge cleric thing uh-huh. and then at fourth level it's two d eight plus um, uh, two two three four. Uh, so that's five, another 5d8. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's undead, so um, the extra dice for the smite go on as well. Uh, how many extra? I can't remember. What? Uh, under, under Divine Smite, you get to do um, extra damage if it's a fiend or undead. Okay, okay, okay. I think it's another 2d8. I will assume it's 2d8. Uh, where are you, Divine Smite? Uh, Plus 1d8 against Undead Offing. Oh, well, there you go. So, so that's 68. Uh, just for everyone's benefit, that's 6d8, not 68, although it might end up being 68. So it's already 19. Uh, just give me the extra. That's only another 20. Quite a few levels on that one. Oh, shame. Uh, so that's 39 total. Yeah, okay. Um... Eldrathen, you you smack it out of the air. It doesn't, it doesn't move like a body because it's not really there. Mm. The hammer goes through it, and there's like that sort of um, it, you impact through the middle of it, and the smite sort of radiates out from the inside of it, and more of it is torn and shredded away as you do this. You will fall past it and land on the ground on the far side of your own flames. I will say far enough away so you don't get burned by your own flames. However, there are more stone statues here. That's fine. As you land through this and uh, land, there are not that many left. Your, your wall did a quite good job of taking out quite a lot of them, but there are still a couple left, and they're both going to <gasps> lean over towards you. Mm-hmm. Actually, they don't make noise. The stone statue is going to move over towards you <laughs> and are going to make grabs for you. These are not attacks, opportunities, they're just regular old attacks. Yeah, 14 will not hit you. No. A seven will not hit you. A uh, no. Ooh, but a nat twenty, which is twenty-five, will. It will. It will. There we go. What's your What's your AC? You 21. can't see. Sir. Uh, why? Because this firewall is opaque. But am I not still at the edge of the room? Might I be able to see both sides of the wall? The wall of fire. No, it's, it it literally cuts off the entire room. It, it made a pathway, uh, for you, and it's twenty foot high, I believe. So no. Fair enough. Okay, so ooh, 20 points of damage because it's crit. Oh. And make me a con save, please. I, uh, I rolled a 19. Like You're fine. Hey. You, you, you can feel the calcifying effect wash over you briefly, but... Ah, that was the con save for that. Yes. So then a con save for keeping my wall, wall. of fire up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's better. That's a, a 22. Yeah, you're so that's less than the 20 damage. So that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. It's not 20 damage, it's half damage, so it's less than oh, the it? 10. Yeah, you're totally oh, right. fine. <laughs> you're probably I... never going to fail one unless something goes horribly wrong. Good, right. Splendid. The cursed have gone. The two that... <laughs> the two that ephemeran passed. The one at the back is going to like turn around like... 
It's going to see a stone wall and go, there's no one there. Um, they're both going to slowly make their way towards um, the three of you in the doorway. Uh, they only go 10 feet around. They're not going to make it to you, but they are slowly moving towards you with their arms outstretched. Um, maybe one mouths join us, but they don't make any noise. Good. Uh, meanwhile, the gallows speaker is hacked off. <laughs> But why? Just had a significant amount of damage done to it. No, it's fine. Which of the lovely. three of you is it most cross at? You all have really good reason for it to be seriously cross at it. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Roll the d6. Yeah. Is, anyone, the only fair is anyone's way. face looking particularly smackable? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Have you met Ava? <laughs> All three of you, that reason, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to roll a d6. Fine. See, all three of them, like, hello. <laughs> Would you um, like to hit me? It's Ava. Um, <laughs> it is going to reach out to you. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. I can do wisdom. I know you can do wisdom. I shouldn't say things like that. Uh... It's your dice rolls. I mean... Mm-hmm. Go on. Oh. There was another, another two. So that was 11 total. Finally. Oh no. Um, oh no. You can all see it now, and you will see it. You've not seen it do the attack before. It reaches what's left of a hand. It's mostly smoke now. It reaches what's left of a hand out towards Ava, and you can see like tendrils of smoke just fly out of it and fly into um, Ava's head. It does this, and then it will fuck off because it doesn't want to get killed by you horrible people. Um, it will go slightly more translucent and ethereal and just pass through the pass through the floor above it and disappear. Ava. Yes, Chris. That memory rises unbidden again. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't, Chris. Though, does it? Well, it does because it, 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 you failed the save. So that's twenty-five uh -huh. points of psychic damage. Okay. To three. Perfect. Ildrathne, Anton, Nate, you all see the same vision. No, no. You see a humanoid man who you don't know. You see an undead version of that humanoid man who you don't know being torn limb from limb by how far is it fair, fair? How fair is it for me to go? How far? What can um, we see? People? I think, Ava, yeah, I think Ava remembers every detail crystal clear. Also, for don't know, it's worth saying that you may have seen this man's face under Ava's face in the last fight. The new form of dread. Yes. Um, you see priests of Kelimvor, who you would normally associate with being like basically okay, but really hate undead. Really hate undead. Oh literally tearing this humanoid, this reborn, to pieces. And not like, oh, we're just going to like, nope, pull the arm off, like viscerally and violently, almost in a religious context, tearing this person to pieces because it is the right thing to do. They all look like this is the right thing to do. And you can hear Ava screaming. That might be Ava screaming right now. It might be Ava screaming in her memory. You're not sure. They're both happening at the same time. Uh, you also all take... 16 points of psychic damage from that. Woof. As well, again? No, just three hours. Um, but the gallows speaker has gone. It has floated up into the ceiling and it has vanished. 
Uh, there are still some of the statues there, but it has effed off before it dies because it doesn't want to. Nate, you just saw this. It is your turn. Um. Cool. I mean, yeah, it takes a second to. Oh fuck! Right. Uh, oh, it's gone. Uh, and then he remembers. Uh, I think he he sees it's gone, and then he spots the other. Yeah, turns to look at the other two statues. You can still see two of them. On Eldrathi's side, there are three, and they're all still moving. The gallows speaker wasn't, like, controlling them. Yeah. But the wall of fire means you can't see each other's. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think at this point, he just goes for the uh, the two that are in front of him. Yes. With Again, with the dragon's breath. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bonus go. action. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not a bonus action. It's a bonus action to cast. It's an action to use. Yeah, yeah. it's an action to use. So, yeah, he uses his... Um, and dragon's breath again cool. let's, let's have these dog shit deck saves <laughs> that's a five. Oh wow i rolled in that 20 but it's still a 15 no sorry i can't do math 17. uh i mean it's an 18 save so. <laughs> go on do the damage <laughs> do, do, do. you'll probably take them out not. 27 yeah, damage both of them just collapse as you <laughs> breathe out another cone if you probably step forward a bit to hit both of them because slightly further into the room but mm. your side of the room the four of you three of you is now bereft of stone statues and you can run right for the wall the ephemera vanished behind just checking yeah. I, can do. Oh. I i will probably move out into the room um actually yeah i would go and um Go and find the, the space in the wall. I'd probably put my arm through it, but I'm not actually You know what's through it. Cool. You run up to the wall and and you can find that there is a part of the stone wall that is just an illusion. It's not actually there. Um, unlike illusions that you've encountered before, passing your hand through it or passing through it doesn't make it become... It, normally illusions, if you work out they're an illusion, become obviously illusions. This one doesn't. It appears to have a very static purpose and solidity, which is quite rare. So he just goes over and hands through the wall. He's like, oh, oh, that's clever. I like that. <laughs> Oh, they don't make any noise. Bonk, bonk in the background. <laughs> We're definitely getting punched. Cool. Right. Uh, thank you, Nate. Anton. That's uh, wolf. Okay. Um, there's a massive wall of fire between us and Odrathe, isn't right. there? Yes, there is. Um. <laughs> And it's about 20 foot high. Isn't it? No, it's 20 foot high. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> this, yeah, this is, none of this is helpful. Can I? Oh, this is where I can see. Yep. As I'm standing with my arm through the wall, uh, also just call over. Um, Ildrathi, are you all right over there? Every, well, that thing's gone and these other th two are dead. I'm fine. If it's gone, go. I'll catch up with you. Okay. <laughs> um, now, just because you may not know, you can drop a concentration spell out of turn whenever you want. It's a free action. Yeah. Right. If you wanted to, but you don't have to. I want to make sure everyone can get through first, though. Oh. Check out the paladin. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> And the cleric, God, sanctimoniousness. Um, <laughs> uh, right. 
is the the roots clear, isn't it? Nate's just gone through without being scathed. I, I was actually I was going to ask Nate. Sorry, I meant to ask. Is it your tentacle arm that you've stuck through, or your regular arm? Um, the way I'm imagining it, actually, is my regular arm. Right. So uh, Nate's regular arm is now um, in the wall, and you can run over to him. It's fine. Sweet. All right, I'll turn to him and be like, "We better leave," and then just run off. <laughs> okay. Um, are you you've not taken actions or bonus action or anything? Are you going to run up to the wall? Are you going to run through the wall? Yeah, I was going to say like for <laughs> as for flavor wise, could I grab Nate and also like jump through the wall? <laughs> just you, I know it's not you technically can't move another player. Do you get just down, Mister? Yeah, you can. The question: Do you get yeah. down, Mister President Nate? Do yeah. I get what? Sorry, it's when you rub someone and go, get down, Mr. President, leap on them and then fall through something with oh. them. <laughs> it's the best game. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Nate, do you let this happen? Technically, it's yeah, fantastic grapple. Cool, in which case, you both go flying through the wall where you will find Ephemera in a second. Cool, you are out of the room. Ava, it's just you and Ildrasny now, but you can't see Ildrasny at all. Ava misses her turn. Oh, shit. You just stay there. Yeah. Ava's not doing well. Can we attempt a slight retcon then? If you had visibly were visibly not doing well, would Anton have noticed that? Potentially I'm kind first? of assuming that's what Ildrathni's for, but... Um... Oh, I see. <laughs> Off in the big wall of fire. Like, I as a player, if it gets to the point where all four of them have moved on and I'm still there, I will just get over myself. But for now, Ava's might... not doing well. I thought there might be an opportunity, that's all. Um, if, if Anton had looked over at you and said, let's go, and you clearly were shell-shocked and unable to move... Now, do you want to revise that a little bit? Would you have just left Ava clearly shell-shocked there? <laughs> he'd, yes. he'd have gripped her by the, the scruff and dragged her along and then rugby tackled me. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> then Ava, she would won't... you let that happen? No. Okay. Contested grapple then, please. If you'd used your words, maybe, but not like that. Oh, but I have a strength of five. Um... <laughs> I said we need to go. <laughs> Is it... What am I using for... Is it athletics, acrobatics? It's athletics, athletics or acrobatics for you, and it's athletics for um, Anton. Well, will I use my plus two or my minus three? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nat one. What is this room? This room has broken me. I rolled a nat one. So that's either minus two or three, depending on which way around you, which, whether it's like, oh, no. No, what'd you roll? I'm grateful because I rolled nine. <laughs> <laughs> this awful, like, what happens when um, Anton grapples you and tries to pull you out of the room? Uh, just going to scream at you and try and claw you to get you off her. This is not okay. I'm going to get to safety. <laughs> and, then, and, then shove, and then shove Nate through and then hopefully barrel through Ava as well and then turn to look for Ildrafne and be like... Hey. And then Ildrathni, but then Ildrathni did say, leave me, I'll go, I'll deal with this, you lot move on. I will allow- I think I'll wait at the door. He'll wait at the door, because this isn't as fun as it was before. (laughs) Cool. As Um, long as he's got Ava and Nate through, he'll look back for Ildrathni and be like, hey. You know, it's against the rules, but fuck that shit. I will allow that you grab hold of Ava, move her through the room, push her through to get her out of the room, and also manage to... You basically push her into Nate and then push both of them out of there so that all three of them, all of Ephemera, Ava, and Nate are out of the room, and you're there peeking and looking for your draft. That's fine. And he's like halfway in, halfway out, so he's probably like that. <laughs> Half a body poking out of a wall. 
Um, Ava, Nate, you fall into, you don't fall to your knees or whatever, you can, just, just language, uh, into a tunnel. Compared to the other things that you have seen around here, the visual of this is completely different. It has an almost, um, what we would describe as an underground tunnel feel. Not the nice clean bits where people go, but the tunnels themselves where the trains go. There are no tracks, but um, there's a lot of very old, very dusty, very rusty metal pieces uh, that appear to be doing some kind of machinery with a pipe that goes, that fills about a quarter of the tunnel and goes alongside the wall that appears to be dormant. You can't see any magic flowing through it at all, but it has sort of strange, um, almost plasticated bits that look like there should be light coming from the inside, but there isn't. It is pitch black. All three of you have some form of dark vision at the moment, don't you? So, Femra, you cast off vision on yourself, didn't you? Yes, I did. You're there as well, sorry. Um, no, I'm not. Because as soon as I go through, I dash, and I just keep going. I'm running oh. away. Oh, wow. Um, you can't dash as a bonus action. No, but... Well, you attacked on your turn, so this is now your turn. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so, you all three of you can see this. It's pitch black, and the tile seems to go to the left and to the right. You can't tell which way is the obvious way to go. And you two see Ephemera on your turn moving and dashing. Which way are you headed? Uh, let's go right. Sure. You dash it to the right. Um, you can see Ephemera, because Ephemera's moved 60 feet, running off into the darkness, because she's nearing the edge of both of your dark visions. I think Tritons have dark vision, don't they, G? Yeah. 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 And Asamandu. So yes, you, are, you can see to the right, Ephemera's just running, just running, 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 about to run out of your field of vision. Uh, any bonus actions, Evie? Um, bonus actions. What can I do as a bonus action? Not Cry very mainly. much. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, just a good point, Ephemera, while you run, what's the expression on your face? If you, if, you, if you looked back and saw the other two fall out of the wall, what would your expression be? Um, it is fear. Great. And just for me, because I want this to happen, you two see Ephemera's face full of fear, look back at the two of you, and then vanish just into the darkness. She's only five feet out of your range, but the visual's cool. Good. Right. Um, before we move on, just because my turn has changed a little, because I yes. that happened instead. Yeah, that's fine. Um, when we get through the wall, Ava is just going to back up again, find a wall to put her back against. That's and I think at this point, she's forgotten that she can do magic. She is going to get her dagger and just like have it ready to defend herself from all the people she's pretty sure are coming to kill her. Yeah, totally fine. Um, you are back against the wall. Um, is it okay to say breathing quite heavily? Like, Oh, she is an absolute wreck. She is, mm -hmm. I mean, if phrasing is okay to you, she's having a full-on panic attack. Totally fine. But um, the only person there to experience that is Nate. Oh, good. <laughs> and... Uh, Anton's back half. Sorry, I should have mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and my butt. <laughs> and Anton's butt. Great. Uh, Ildrathni, it is your turn. We're still in initiative because there are still stone cursed. Although I've slightly refavored them to deal with. What would you like to do? There are three of them around you and your wall of fire is licking at, the, at your heels. I am resistant to fire. I'm just going to turn around and walk through the wall. I'll remind you that they get... I, I the DM, are going to remind you, Natalie, not Hildrathne, yep. they get advantage on attacks of opportunity. But does it stop my movement if they hit me? Only if you fail the con save and become restrained. 
But what if you disengage? Oh yeah, I can do that. I'm gonna disengage and walk you through. Well. <laughs> it's Thank an you action. <laughs> uh, using your action to disengage, you sort of shield up, hammer up, back into the wall of fire and back up past them. Um, you're only resistant, so you will take some damage from your own wall yeah. of fire. Yeah, so it's 5d8. Cool, we take half. Uh, which is... <laughs> oh, why did you roll over a 1 to a 7? Ugh. Uh, so that's 25, half down to 13, 12. Oh, round down. Fine. You take um, 12 points of fire damage as you walk back through your own wall. Fine. You can now leave through the same way that everyone else has left, and you know where it is. You saw them go. I think you saw... Where's, a, sorry, where's Nezaril? Nezaril was hanging back in the corridor, watching all of this happen, unsure of what to do. Seeing you back through the wall of fire will come and join you and um, go with you through the door if you let them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, th yeah, that was her priority is like, in all of this, make sure that they're okay. Mm. Um, and then it's going to start. In fact, roll me an insight check. Yeah. An insight, you say? Yeah, it's for free. Pretty insightful. I know. That is a 27. As you step back into the corridor to go and get them, they are looking at the mural around, which I mentioned to the other players, but Mildrathia may not have seen in much detail. Um, looking at the mural, you can see, as described, a beautiful, very dusty, very old, broken in places, but still hauntingly pretty, description and um, visualization of the death and rebirth of the elven soul. They are looking at the wall and they're upset. Not angry, not sad, but... Disappointed. No, not even disappointed. <laughs> um, and it is. Um, haunted? Mm -hmm. they, they appear to be in somewhat reverie, like you've seen them before, where they're just kind of out of it, and they're just looking at this, looking at the figures on the wall. Your insert rolls an 18, right? Uh, on the dice, but it was a 27. 27, okay, fine. Um, they are looking with particular discomfort, distrust, worry, confusion at the representation of Corellin. Okay, I'm just gonna pin that for later. Um, hand on the shoulder. Hmm? Uh, come along now. We need to leave. Uh, all, all right. Um, Sorry, was something happening? I, I, I got distracted. Let's find the others. All right. <laughs> Come on! Uh, they are quite slow, but together you can move at some uh, pace. We'll do a sort of half glance back over my shoulder. Does the the depiction of Corellan look unusual to me, or does it look as expected? It looks exactly like you would expect a um, vision of Corellan to look like. It has all of the similar Corellanite features, everything you would expect. This isn't special. This isn't like, oh, the tunnel holds a secret about Corellan. No, this looks like a very standard elven tomb. Yeah. You roll a d100, not me. Oh. Oh. The spice of d100. Uh, 39. Nothing happens. But it could have done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you and Nezril can make your way to Anton's uh, upper torso. <laughs> Through here, yes? I think so, eh? <laughs> the other's on the other side. I believe so. Cool. In the meantime, Ava's back against the wall. Nate, you're there with Ava, and Ephemera's just run off into the darkness. What are we doing? Yeah, we have initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think with Nate being the only one there, uh, he has... How big, how wide is the corridor? This um, corridor, it's about 20 foot wide, but a okay. good five to ten feet of it is taken up by this conduit on the far side. So right. it's clearly taking up room, um, and it makes the tunnel sort of weird shape because it's sort of it's like a sort of circle with a big bit cut out of it because that's taking yeah, yeah. space. Um, I would say you go by fifteen feet of free movement, ish. But some okay. of it is like semi under this conduit and would be a bit grim. Yeah, in fact, the whole place um, is a bit grim. It's it's you know that tube grime. I don't know if you've all. Has anyone spent time in the tube tunnels that aren't the sort of public access tube tunnels? No? Um, they're dark and they're dusty, but because thousands upon thousands of people sweat in the tube every day, they're also moist, so that dust becomes caked and thick, and it sort of sits on stuff like um, like a mud stain, or um, even worse. And um, once it's done that, and once the moisture goes away, it stays. So it's a bit like when you touch a car engine and it just leaves all that sort of grime on you. You're all starting to get begrimed by just spending time in the space. It is grim. Okay. Um, so, Nate, it's not narrow enough. I was going to say he backs up against the other wall. Not quite, but he kind of <laughs> um, stands in front of Eva and he's looking straight in her eye. Uh, and he's like, it's gone now. And like, he's clearly trying to be like solid and like calm, but his voice is shaking still. Like, he was clearly affected by what he saw. Um, he's like, it's, uh, it's gone now. You're, you're safe here. Um, and he looks down the corridor. Uh, where Ephemera's gone, he's like, I'll, uh, I'm going after her, right? And just exit after Ephemera. So I think he would use his movement. Um, how that. far ahead is Ephemera at this hold, point? Hold that, folks. We're at initiative. We need to worry about using movement and stuff. Of course, of course. Um, Sorry. Yeah. As you are standing in front of Ava and saying this, um, Ava, how do you react? Um, was Nate, did Nate do that tone of voice, that trying to be calm but quite shouty? Not shouty, no. That's just me. Loud. Um, no, I don't think so. Were you, um, were you trying to be like? And he's trying to be calm, but his voice yeah. is shaking, so he's not shouting. Okay. He's not being loud. Um, okay, that changes things. I think she will pretty much look past you, her eyes are looking everywhere, looking out for where the danger is coming from. But when you say you, when she, I think when she hears ephemera. Um, she will like make eye contact with you and give you like the smallest nod and then be back watching out for where where the bad things are coming from are you going to stay while nate goes to find ephemera yeah cool yeah she can't move at the moment that's fine then in which case um nate did you 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 saw where ephemera went you're running after you have the same movement speed um ephemera are you slowing down at any point uh yes once their voices are a bit faint i slow down to just a regular 30 feet and I cast Pass Without Trace and try and hide. Great. Cool. You're more than welcome to. Uh, the tunnel continues ahead of you, dark, mysterious, big hole in the big hole in the sky in front of you. It's all because your dark vision only goes a certain range. Um, 
Roll me a stealth check as you stop slow. Do you try and squeeze into one of the, like, this, um, almost like cable that runs alongside the side of the tunnel does leave nooks and crannies. And there's the occasional sort of like riveted thing keeping it in place. Um, there's plenty of hiding spaces in and around the cable space, basically. Yeah, I'll try and if there's somewhere that looks very um, anonymous that I could just kind of disappear into, I try and find that. Sure, there's, there's no access tunnels yet, but um, you do find a place you can squidge down. Like the... Um, I don't know if you've seen the, the trough at the bottom uh, under the rail lines, which is there. Literally, people can fall in there in case they do fall in. Um, you can find a space to sort of wedge yourself in. Okay. Well, was this a stealth check you said? Uh, with uh, plus 10, because I passed that trace. Cool. That was... Sorry, it was a nat 20. Um, with then a plus one, so it's a 31. <laughs> We're never going to see you ever again. <laughs> is this the oh, end of ephemera? Ephemera's gone now. No, it's amazing. Um, One with the the tunnel goop. <laughs> I live right now. There could be mushrooms in that goop. Yeah. Uh, There's is certainly mushroom. <laughs> um, no. Nice. Gee, does Nate have any possibility of breaking a 31 with a perception check? No. no. Well, uh, <laughs> actually, yeah. Cool. Then in which Wait, case... hang on. Sorry, I'm being a tit. Hang on. Um, <laughs> Got to have a plus 11 or higher. No. Got another idea, though. Okay. As you run down the corridor, you cannot see Ephemera. Ephemera's vanished. Uh, so, yeah, obviously not seeing her at all. Um, Ephemera, I... If you see Nate sort of run near and you can see Nate now, Nate looks... How does Nate look? Still a bit panicked? So, yeah, a bit panicked, and he's slowed down. He's trying to sort of step softly to, to listen. Absolutely. Ephemera, like, you, can you come back? And when he hears, gets no response, uh, he will cast Locate Object on yeah. Ephemera's hat. <laughs> no! Foiled. My hat! <laughs> Cursed by your own fashion sense. Um, sneaky, sneaky, sir. Sneaky, sneaky. I think it's fair to say that if you cast a object on Ephemera's hat, you will see that Ephemera is squidged down, hidden behind one of these sort of struts that hold this cable up. But um, it's up to you how you want to engage with the fact that you now know where Ephemera is. Um, so I will start, I'll kind of walk past a bit and kind of stop and maybe like pace back and forward a little bit and just be like, um, uh, so, like, no offense, but I know you're in there, and you know you can come out whenever you like. Um, can I? Have I gone far enough that I can see? Can I still see people back? Probably, presumably not. Actually, you can't. No. Um, uh, everybody else is still back there. I don't think Ava's doing very well. Um, you know, maybe you look you look pretty pretty scared, but you know, maybe uh, maybe if you and Ava were with each other, neither of you would be as scared as you are. You know. You just hear a little. She's scared of me, just as I kind of shrink a little further into the wall. I uh. Well, look, I don't know much about your history, but from what I saw, it didn't seem like you that she was scared of. Um. I think out of everybody here, you're the one that she cares about the most, actually, so. 
Like you can see where the hat is, just kind of. <laughs> it's completely still, and you can't see. And so this little like hat just goes meep meep, <laughs> like a black mage from Final Fantasy. That's my vision now. All right. Well, like I said, you know, uh, you can stay in there for as long as you like. Um, so I'm just gonna hang about here, if that's all right. Um, and hopefully everybody else will catch up in a minute. Um, just hear it. I'd like to be alone, please. Oh, okay. I'll leave. I'll leave you alone for a bit. And so I'd like to then walk walk back up the corridor, mm-hmm. ideally to a position where I can see both places. You can. Sixty feet of diversion means you've got one hundred and twenty total. So yes, you can still just about see ephemera. Just sort of sat. You can see the hat. I think it was fair to say that the disguise was really, really good, but the hat's just about visible. <laughs> um, and you can see as um, Ava in the corridor is joined by Nezaril, um, Ildrathni, and the remainder of Anton, as you all stumble out of the room. <laughs> it's That's a butt- the remainder of Anton. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the remaining three terracotta creatures, um, have I heard them try to follow me into the wall and break up or have I heard anything you've not heard and they wouldn't willingly destroy themselves yeah in the same vein um you saw earlier that they can't work out where the wall is they can't work out where the exit is I didn't see that I was the other side of the wall when that happened in which case if you run through and poke your head through you will not hear you'll hear them move around a bit yeah you you also are half in half out um your upper half sees that um they're not passing through the wall you hear some movement but they're not trying to get through the wall and then I'm going to maintain concentration on the wall of fire for the moment until we move away um just going to spot Ava and just sit down Mm -hmm. next to her just sit cool also looking a little bit out of it Anton I think yeah he's gonna like pull his head back in watch old Daphne do a double check watch old Daphne spot Ava see Ava on the ground with a knife and then old Daphne sit next to her and he's gonna put his hands on his hips just start like take a deep breath in deep breath out look at them both and then sit at the wall opposite them both and be like so um that thing did that to both of you, eh? Yes. Did the rest of you see what I saw? Yeah. But, um, I'm gonna let you both know now that's not real. And just looks at them both. It's just messing with you. We can take time, take a minute out. I think, and he's going to like pop his dark vision goggles on and just sort of look down the tunnel, see Nate. Nate's just there, like loitering. He's going to give him a thumbs up. That's the change call as well. Uh, gee, that might be the most G thing you've ever done, is Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I think everything's vaguely all right with Nate and Ephemera. Um, but if we need to take a minute, we can take a minute. Did anyone else get hurt? 
Hello, hi. Well, I'm Ava's looking pretty physically banged up as well as um, brain banged up. Still I have a potion of greater healing. Fine. Uh, you have a potion of greater healing, Ava? I do. You don't need to. We'll get there. Um, Nezaril is standing in the corridor looking at all of you. They missed all of this. So there's a certain amount of like, they're not like going, what happened? They're just watching all of you and trying to take this all in and are respectfully not butting into something they weren't party to. Um, Ildrathne would know this, but the two of you who don't know them so well, roll me an insight check. You can choose to be like, my character's not interested in this shit right now, Chris. <laughs> We're out of the room. Everything is better. That was a nat 20, so 29. There you are. We got out of the curse room. <laughs> so all I need to do is create adventures set entirely in that room. <laughs> I rolled a two, a two, a two, and a one in that oh. room. Is what happened. That's the room where bad things happen. Maybe it's just gallows speakers have to just... <laughs> all the time. What's this? It's another Wayback Machine. <laughs> um, what'd you get? 19. Both of you will note that uh, Nazarul's expression is one of embarrassment. Putting two and two together, they clearly got distracted by something and missed something where they could have been very helpful, and they yeah. weren't. And there's a certain amount of, like, they hate being old. They hate that their mind is going. They hate that they can't focus. And um, upon realising that people who they brought here got really badly hurt because their mind isn't working the way they want to, they will feel embarrassed and move away slightly. I think that's a very good reason for Ava to slightly calm down and come back to herself when suddenly a, a normal hu a normal person emotion of just, ooh, embarrassment, that's less life and death and stakes and panic and trauma, that's Anne Eldrathne's presence, I am assuming, is just quite solid and comforting, and so she will... Breathing will slow. She will maybe slightly sheepishly sheathe her dagger. <laughs> Look, if there's one thing to say about Ildrathne is that Ildrathne is solid. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and then to Ildrathne, um, you got hit by that thing too? I did. Sorry. Thank you. What do you mean? Why would you think other people had seen what you'd seen? May I touch your shoulder? Uh-huh. I'm going to healing... Uh, the not healing words. Cure wounds. I'm going to cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> On Ava. Uh, at... Third level. Mm -hmm. uh, that's eight. Seven is fifteen. Five is twenty-three hit points. Ooh, she looks a lot less dead. Thanks. Right. Um, and just going to lay on hands on myself as well. I've only got ten of those. I'm going to take my healing potion. Thanks to Ephemera to get me back up to four. Cool. Uh, Forty-four plus four, I believe. Oh, to get me nearly back up to four. <laughs> When, when we meditate as elves, 
sometimes it's a bit of a process of sorting and arranging memories. Um, sometimes you can relive ones from your current form and as you get older, sometimes other ones from previous lives pop back in as well. I've done a very good job over the last couple of years of trying not to remember how I died. But sometimes it still pops back in anyway. It's never pleasant, but in a way it's, it's not, I have relived it before, never quite so viscerally. I'm sorry for you. If that's a process you're not used to. You didn't answer my question. Why were you concerned other people might have seen what you saw? I didn't see anyone else's. No. I think whatever that creature was, projected what it was that you saw. Right. I'm telling you this in the spirit of being honest. I think you'd rather that than we pretend that we didn't. You think correctly. But know that none of us would willingly have pried into your personal memories like that. Uh, I think that's not quite true, looking at Anton. Never seen that before until today. No. You're lucky. Um, I mean, there is a story behind it, but... I imagine so. It's not a very interesting one. Depends if it's the one you want to tell, then I'm all ears. If it's not, we consider that book closed. I heard ephemera, didn't I? Then I think I owe her an explanation. Um, Ava will get up, and it is like watching someone put a mask on. As she pushes herself away from the wall, her posture straightens, her face hardens, all of that poise and control comes back. You can see it is an effort, but she seems to grow 10 years worth of armor in the couple of seconds it takes to stand up and the shutters come down over her eyes again. And she'll head up towards Nate Femmer. Uh Nate, as as you approach, will just kind of nod over in the direction of Ephemera's hat. <laughs> I think Ava will get to about 30 feet away from the hat and then just wait. Fem? And it, if possible, shrinks back a little bit further. The hat pulls back. <laughs> I'm going to come over if that's okay. 
Are you sure? Yeah. The hat nods. Head over and just sit cross-legged, maybe five feet away from <laughs> the blur that becomes ephemera. Are you alright? Yes? Are you alright? No, because I scared you and I pushed you and that was wrong and I am sorry. I thought you were different. I thought that you trusted me. Will it mean anything if I say that I do? No. Then I owe you a story. Will you listen? Will you hear me out? I do love your stories. You won't love this one. Um, I think probably it's one that our companions should know as well. They were all there. And whilst sharing is weakness, I think I'd rather they knew than they tried their hardest to find out by themselves. And also Anton did help me. Is it fair to assume that um, Eldrathne and Anton have walked up to sort of join Nate but not got any closer? Yeah, pretending yeah. not to hear that conversation. Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the wall of fire only lasts a minute, actually, so that's that's gone. That's but fine. I'm assuming we're now being quiet enough. They can't, they can't come through the illusion. They have no idea where it is. They have no concept of illusions. I was, I was mostly concerned that, that they would be able to hear us talking the other side of the wall. Okay, fine. Um, do you, um, because Nezaril's, <laughs> the embarrassment has led, as these things often do, to being a bit lost in their own head again and haven't noticed that you're all moving on. I was going to say Anton would actually, because he picked up on the embarrassment, mm. he'd probably, uh, like, if he'd have been watching Nezaril when Ava left, mm. and when we were all going, it'd probably been like, Nezaril, would you mind uh, reminding me about, um, and just engaging them in conversation that doesn't, pertain to, come on, we need to go over there. It's more of a, do you remind me about that elven magic theory about um, the, the fact that you're watching the weave takes place is, is what makes you, you know, in touch with it. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a, that's a theory. It's, uh, it's one and then of the I'll theory. start walking with them. Isn't this fascinating? Look. And this will sort of tap the, um, the sort of conduit, which is, <laughs> gives a hollow boom as they bounce their hand off. I'm not sure if this is one of the life spring wells, one of the channels of earthborn wind, or one of the liquid fire channels. Isn't it fascinating? Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the dwarves. The dwarves made all of this for for Mithranor. It meant that the city had uh, artificial light, water, and um, air, if necessary. Ah, the dwarves helped create Mithranor. Yes. Well, it it was there beforehand. They just made it better when it was still called oh. when it was still called Manthor, of course. Okay. Most inventive these things. And we'll natter away as you all move forward. Um, if you all overhear um, what Ava says, do you then go, whoop, time to go over, or do you wait until invited? 
Nay would Nay would wait. I mean, yeah. Also, like, have dark vision, so can see Ava clearly. So would wait to be beckoned. I owe all of you an explanation and some thanks. Is now a could I mean I'm not feeling my best. Could other people use a rest? Is now a good time, or do we need to keep moving? And can this wait? I'm going to divine sense if I can see anything nearby. Sure, uh, your divine sense pulses out all around you. Um, remind me of the exact wording of divine sense, please. Uh, sense anything affected by the hallow spell, know mm. the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total, total cover. cover. Yeah, that's the wording. Yeah. Um, where you are, nothing. Mm-hmm. There's a faint hint of undeath back from the way you came, but you think you know what that is. Um, <laughs> uh, and ahead of you, about 100 feet down the tunnel, so slightly beyond the range of this, but it's not like it goes six feet and just stops. <laughs> oh, look, it's a line. No, you get a slight sense ahead of you as well. Um, you are almost blinded by the energy coming down this tunnel about 100 feet ahead of you. It is more than you've ever experienced. Interweave, celestial, undead, fiendish, everything. It is blinding and a lot. And you just, and then it's gone. Yeah. Just turn it off. Yeah. I think, yeah, we'll sort of sit down heavily and be like, so we should rest then, then. Yeah. I think, unsafe as this feels, this may be the safest place in the near vicinity. I have been saving my magic for getting us through the shield. It will take a lot of my ability. Um, so I can keep watch if people would like. So, uh, interesting thing we found out about the shield is that there are actually places down here that uh, the shield is at its weakest and apparently where it overlays and there's openings. So hopefully it won't take too much of your magic. That's what the Beholder told us anyway. Fascinating. Probably some interaction between the um, Dwarven Conduits. Mm, I'll have a think on this. You're very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> they will just sort of wander off doing just thinking in their head about how all these things interact with each other. I think Anton's also like just in just in the corner of his eye. He's got his goggles on, so you can't see it. But he's also like ah, conduits. I wonder how that works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a firm prod. <laughs> I think you're safe for now, Ava. Right. Also, I don't actually expect any of you to be interested in my life, so, you know, you aren't obliged to listen, but I, I feel like you can if you want to in Ephemera. I, oh, right, Ephemera. What we're going to do is I'm going to do this, and I want to unattune from the Wand of Orcus. Well... Oh boy, uh, okay, give me a sec. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Um, good. You gave us very strict instructions for the mood of this campaign, Chris. You're not wrong. That's Chris's, I didn't expect you to do that now, face. Yeah. I thought you'd do it at some point, but not now. <laughs> All right, yep. Uh... Okay, um, do you just, Try and unattune to it completely? Yep. 
Does it look obviously like Ava is pulling it out and looking like she's ready to... I mean, it's in Petunia, and I really the point of this is to give Ephemera control, so I really don't want to have to take it if... No, no, that's fine. That's not necessary. Uh, cool. You unattune from it. I'm assuming I take a hideous amount of damage when I do. Yeah. I? yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. We're about, we're about to long rest, so it's fine. <laughs> this is why I was like, it, it, does Ava indicate this is because I, I could help? I could make it less bad, I think. But you need to tell me. I, I, I don't think she does. Think no, she sorry. Does. This this is this bit is for Ephemera's benefit. Yeah. Constitution save, please. Cool, 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 cool. We're out of the death room. That's twenty-two. There's nineteen on the die. That's almost as high as I go. Yeah, yeah. Just on a successful save, you take a lot of damage. On a failed save, you just die. So that's good. Right. <laughs> I mean, good. I have a potion of invulnerability I could have given you, but you know, not the point. Did not mention no. it to anyone. No. But what's the DC just for, for, to how skin of the teeth? You're Nothing. not telling. Great. Uh, Thirty-eight points of necrotic damage as you. I am resistant to necrotic damage, so that is nineteen. Uh, nineteen. Yeah. That's fine. Um, what you will see is Ava suddenly looks a lot more haggard, and um, Ava's life essence seems to just drain out and drain into a bag that Ephemera is holding. You can draw your own conclusions as to what that means. That's bad, though. Right. As this happens, again, those shutters that she put up really carefully five minutes ago, she is going to do her very best to lower them again. Ooh. And, right. One is yours now. All I'm going to ask is that you listen. And if at the end of it you understand and can forgive me, then maybe we can rediscuss. If not, that's your choice. The wand is yours. Deal? Okay. Ephemera nodded for the sake of the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how to talk about this. Uh, it probably says Ava. <laughs> um, I am not a natural storyteller. I, I'm just going to, if Ava literally says, I don't know how to do this, um, Ildrathne will hold out her hand in a, not in a, I can hold your hand kind of way, but in a, here is a guidance you take it if you want it. Ava I don't know if that'll make a difference. Holy people work, I think she'll take it. All that pride she has is gone for a while. Um, I'm not much of a storyteller. I have not had to think, I've chosen not to think about this in two years, so you will have to forgive me. Um, I will try and keep it simple. Um, she'll gesture to the birthmark she has of the three lines. Um, this marks me out as one of Kelimvor's chosen. In Raven's Bluff, his stronghold, there would be several of us born every few years. We would be taken to the temple and raised as his um, to serve and to um, keep the law and to judge um, and to lead his people. It was good. It was a good life. Um, there was another, uh, a couple of years younger than me, brought to the temple about the same time. His name was Jeremiah. Um, we grew up together. Everything that I struggled to do because it was boring or 
the completely underwhelming, selfless bits of service he would do with joy. That was just who he was. Um, and how could I not fall in love with him? And I have no idea why, but somehow he fell back in love with me. And we got married and that's how it's meant to be. The temple rejoices when two of its own. It was all very bucolic. Um, and we had four perfect years together. Um, the temple would sometimes be attacked. It was usually nothing but disgruntled citizens who didn't like the way we were laying down the law or occasionally raiders or <laughs> demons with a grudge to hold and we had guards to deal with it. Um, this time we were unprepared and my stupid Jeremiah ran to protect some of the worshippers and got killed um, and I pleaded with Kalimvor to bring him back. He was the embodiment of all that was good and perfect and lovely. He was my sunlight. And Kalimvor said no. And so I took his body and went to prepare it. And then she crawled into my head and showed me how to bring him back. And I didn't think twice because you have your rules and you have your laws and you have your gods, but then you have your reason for living and that is not a competition. Um, and so I did. And then I had to hide him and I had to lie and I'd never had to tell a lie in my life before. We don't, we are the beacons of honesty and transparency and I didn't know how. And so I hit him as best I could and he was found in like a day. Um, and there is only one rule for the reborn. There is only one law and that is death. But because he was the best, that meant they had to make an example. So, um, he was still dressed in his priest's robes and in the middle of the temple they I mean apparently you saw it they tore him to pieces and they made me watch um and I don't really remember what happened next but then he was in pieces and all the priests carrying out the execution were dead and the voice in my head was telling me I had done it. And I, it showed me how to make, pick them up. And I've made them walk their own corpses and draped them on his altar. And then I left. Um, and I don't really remember the next few months. I just ran. Um, and I put all of that somewhere in the back of my mind and she showed me how to because I, I couldn't sleep without seeing him um, 
and without remembering him. And I, I mean, I hadn't had to sleep without him anyway for years and I just couldn't. And so she showed me how to put it in a box that would never, ever come out. Um, and I'd sort of not forgotten, but you know, when you, you can skip over that place in your mind and with enough practice, you don't realize that you're skipping over it. Um, yeah. Femme, it wasn't because the reborn are bad. It's because for a moment I thought you were him and he's dead and it's my fault. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I'm sorry. It's because I loved him and I love you and it's not because you're a monster. It's because I didn't want to remember and I'm really sorry. They still out there. We're gonna go kill them. Is why we is gonna take your hands and just say, "Let's turn back, take this wand, and raise them to the ground." And at that, Ava will just cry for a while. There is an anger in Ephemera's face that you've not really seen before. Usually it's just a bit of a snarky thing, but this is like bone deep, like fury. And she's shaking slightly and she kind of hugs you and just kind of pats the bag with the wand in it and just kind of glares at a wall. <laughs> Amazing. I think Ava finds that about the best possible thing. I think she has been strong for ephemera for such a very long time that actually the fact that ephemera has strength for her is a new thing um she'll eventually stop crying and to anton i don't understand your magic but i had a feeling in there that i was about to lose very badly and you did something um thank you Sorry. Not to spoil the moment, um, I would suggest that you never again try and physically drag me where I do not want to go. If I had more control of my senses, uh, you would regret it. But also, we're going to go with the intention, which was a good one. So take this as a warning in the, the good, the good spirit. And um, thank you. It'll never happen again. Sounds good. Um, but... That is enough of my misery. Nobody really cares. Um, it's not that important. Uh, we care. What's next? When you say it's not that important, um, I'm just going to give you a bit of a whack with my staff. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Okay, fine. Are you all settling down for a rest? Short or long, I don't mind. Um, Nesterville's offer to um, look out for you while you rest, short or long, is perfectly fine. Um, there'll be some stuff, but we'll cross that ridge if we need to. Um, but I'm, I'm going to assume that this is a point where you will break, or anything, anyone has anything to add to that, or are you just taking it all in? Just taking it in. I think Ildrathne is sat, ju yeah, just taking it in, but has been idly sort of <clears throat> rubbing her neck wound slightly while listening but that's that's kind of it doesn't really your neck anything. wound's usually covered isn't it yeah there's like the the front part of her cloak yeah. is like a scarf yeah yeah, yeah. is have you pulled it down to scratch it itself or are you doing it through the scarf 
yeah, just slid the hand underneath it. Okay. You have next scar too. <laughs> Everyone's got next scars. Um, Anton, Nate, anything particularly you're doing in the prep for this long rest? No, I don't think so. Uh, Anton is going to when we're all sat down resting mm-hmm. he's going to suggest tenderly to everyone um, something that might have been an, uh, maybe actually this is for later <laughs> <laughs> this is for at the end of the rest okay uh, I have a little ritual that might connect us for a bit longer, actually. Uh, oh, I can outcast it. Wait, that's the wrong fucking spell. So he, he's just going through his crystal ball. No, I can't outcast it. Oh my God. Uh, essentially, I can just... So if one of us goes missing again, instead of uh, alerting us with screams, we can telepathically do it um, for about an hour. And I can keep ritual casting that if we don't mind stopping and then will so, constantly be in communication, raised telepathic bond. I think that lasts for a while, doesn't it? Eight hours. It's only an hour. No. I'm eight looking hours. at it. It, was eight it hours. says, it says, oh. <laughs> Is that just Wait, no, it says duration. An duration, an hour. It takes an hour to cast, man. Casting time, one action, duration, an hour. Really? You forge a telepathic link up to eight willing creatures. M cheating all this time. I just didn't know. Um, you think M reads spell descriptions? Come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being harsh. Um, but like I said, I can just keep ritual casting at every hour, so we'll be fine. And if we all stick together, <laughs> we just take a quick look because yeah, I'm, I'm confused now because I thought it lasted for a lot longer. In fact, we'll do that on the break. We're gonna have a break anyway, so while you're lot are resting, we will have a break, and I'm gonna check the rules of um, telepathic bond, and we'll get back to you with updated rules at the end of your long or short rest. You can decide. Long. I'm so hurt. <laughs> Sounds like we're having a long one. You can yeah. decide at a later point. There's no need to rush it. Cool. Right. See you all in five ten. Thanks, everyone. I'll press the long rest button now. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back, everyone. Hope you had a lovely break. Um, we certainly did. Um, I've realised that I... It's not that I don't know how telepathic bond works. It's that I didn't realise that clever people were using rituals to keep casting it. So that's my bad. So, Niall, in response to the question at the beginning of the um, long rest, it only lasts an hour, but you can ritual cast it. So you could feasibly ritual cast it continuously to make sure that it's basically upheld for as long as you want it to be. Um, I'm not going to be penalizing on that because I think that's a little bit boring, nor am I going to ask you for 10 minutes of every hour to sit down and do nothing. If you want to be quietly doing it in the background to maintain it for as long as you want to, that's fine. And then we'll work out a fair point at which the hour would be up if you had to recast it. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think in terms of like flavor-wise, just occasionally like little, almost like constellations will crown your head for like 10 minutes. Sure but they're like arcane sigils rather than planets but they do they kind of constellate like you're the sun around and then they disappear that's very snazzy it's cool right good then in which case you are long resting you wanted a long rest didn't you 
Please, can I reattune to the Wand of Orcus at Ephemera's invitation before we long rest? Before? Yeah, of course you can, but I'm, 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 be careful, all right? It's a godly artifact, and bad things happen when you fail that thing that if you pass it, you take a lot of damage. I'm just saying. Yes, but Chris, I had to make an emotional, symbolic gesture to my BFF. It's much more important. Well, I'm going to hold my breath. That's just me. <gasps> Do you tell Fine. anyone else that you're doing this? Do you just do it without thinking about it? You don't need to touch it or anything, as long as you're close to uh, Petunia and close to Ephemera, therefore. I think at Ephemera's rage, and I think Ephemera's taken Ava's hand, I think we'll then just eye contact into the wand. Before you do, mm -hmm. Ephemera, the rage that you're feeling at the moment, what it... What is the crystallization of that rage? What would you like to do? What do you feel compelled to do? I feel compelled to destroy this order that has made my BFF so unhappy and also doesn't hate gingers apparently, but undead. Maybe they hate both. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Only ginger? No, um, so... Well, I desire to turn them all to dust and then salt the earth and <laughs> cool um that compulsion that you feel is heightened where you might have been going cool i'll rest with the others and then go you might be feeling like i should just go now none of this is important what's important is killing everyone i want to kill everyone and it's starting to expand it's not just priests of kelimvor it's all living things don't understand you you are hated by living things, and it's some bullshit right now. And you're kind of like anything living can can fuck off and die. Roll me an insight check. Okay. Oh, I'm good at insight. Yes. Excellent. I rolled. There's a 19 on the dice for a 29. Mm. You are self-aware enough to recognize that these feelings are being artificially heightened. You may even hear a faint voice in the back of your head going. Why stop there? There's so much more we could do. And you've been attuned to the wand for a while. You know how it can affect you. Hmm. I would like... <laughs> this is... Okay. I would like to reach into Petunia. Okay. Uh, and that was 15, so that's fine. I yep. reach in, take out Petunia. No, yep. I don't take out Petunia. I take out the wand. Okay. And I would like to just glare at it and hit it against a wall very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Taking out loads of rage on this goddamn wand. You and I would ow, ow. Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It's ow. Please stop. Oh, I'm angry enough already. Okay, okay, okay. But we could. <laughs> it can't stop being insidious. It we will could, keep being insidious. And we might, but not because you say. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. No, stop. Please. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that. <laughs> oh, would you like to? Yeah. Oh, okay. A little. Okay. Can I reach in? Um, Ephemera, as you reach out, the one, the one does sort of. Yes. It wants hmm. to be attuned to more people. Nothing can go wrong. La 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 la. This is completely innocent. All right, uh, Ava, roll me a con save. Um, it just wants more friends. Yeah, doesn't everyone? Uh, that is not bad. It's sixteen. 
I uh, have a 19 left before this long rest. <laughs> Are you saving me again? I think Anton's like sat just like with his crystal ball studying. And then can I have it so that whilst he's studying, um, he's discussing what's going on, like taking notes. And then Lorian like goes, over there. <laughs> <laughs> if Lorian goes over there, what Lorian says to you is if you like your friend at all, I would reach in no. <laughs> Anton's like glowing eyes turn and then <laughs> instead of the orb inside Anton's eyes, you can see Ava dying. <laughs> but in reality, you just take the chronic damage. <laughs> and again, just a little hand waves out at you. Nothing seems to happen. It's just him with weird eyes, with his hand like... Him with the weird eyes. You do still take the damage. You take the damage if you pass, and if you fail, it is so much worse. Ooh, 29 points of necrotic damage. 16? Yeah. I can't roll massively oh, No, no, it's high. 16. It's, it's 15, because it's halved and then... No, sorry, I was thinking, but I rolled a 16. Um, mm. You, you said 29, so 14, 14 points of damage. 14 Great. Points of damage. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing we're about to have a little sleep. Please be careful yeah. attuning and reattuning to a legendary demonic artifact. That's maybe, all I would, maybe I would do that again, right? Too soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good job I rolled two high numbers. <laughs> and I. <laughs> God. I had a moment there of going, this is going to change everything. <laughs> I had it the first time, and then I had it again. It was, oh, God. We're about to welcome a new player into the campaign. <laughs> I've had to. I'm. My name's Ava, spelt backwards. It's Ava. It was Bav. I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> that would have been so dark. <laughs> I have my screaming wife under my skin. Oh. <laughs> Is everyone else having a long rest and not yeah. break the universe or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come up with... i got some new roles. What, your um, divination does? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Are you doing any um, legend laws, anything like that? Uh, sorry, I got a 320. Um, nice. <laughs> Free crits. <that's> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Anton's gonna just sort of like shuffle over to Ildrathne and be like, "No, he's gonna he's gonna reconsider that." <laughs> <laughs> Can we have just the head kind of that you shuffle over, look, and then go, "You're fine," and then shuffle back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And then he's just going to go back to his orb. Uh, I don't think there's anything to Legend Law really, or do or anything like that. Um, You're cool. Everything's pretty fine at the moment. Dwarves helped create Mistranol. It's probably just thinking about that. Groovy. Probably chat to Nezaril. Nezaril has wandered off, and not too far. They're about thirty feet away, and they are just taking in the surroundings. And again, off in their own little world. Um, You have got the sense, you've all noted that Nezaril is extremely old, and you've seen that they're sometimes not quite with it. It seems to be getting worse. I'd like to, I'd like to go off into their world with them. Oh, lovely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so I'll just, yeah, chat with them. They're stood idly by themselves, and that they, they don't seem to be aware of their surroundings at all. Ah, uh, sure. Uh, mm. In terms of, in terms of the conduits that Dwarven people built, we had. That room before was made out of dwarves, humans, elves, and demons. I feel like that was merely a trap. 
But was it true that elves, humans, and dwarves work together to help? Oh, Mithra and all was a, was a multicultural metropolis, and lots of different species were involved in the making of it. I must say, the, the uh, elves of Cormanthia weren't exactly uh, thrilled that there were um, other species involved, and certainly the districts there is very much a uh, elven district and a non-elven district. But um, you must forgive my um, my people for ancient stuck in their ways thinking it's alright I'm part of the arcane brother I totally get it oh mm. I'd forgotten that you were that's true nasty I'm sorry nasty yeah yeah I know they totally used me but hey I'm now using them so it's totally fine <laughs> quite Oh, yeah, Tell me more about these conduits. <laughs> Come and take a look over here, and they'll take you over to one of the conduits and point out. And you can see inside the conduits that there are um, the, where, where the sort of plastic sheeting is, as described. It's almost like um, plastic, plasticated glass. And if, if they wipe some of the dirt away, you can see inside it's just an empty conduit. There's nothing in it. But there are um, strange cogs, gears, um, small what look like um, what we would refer to as light bulb sockets and stuff like that, poking out at various points. Um, have you seen a picture of the inside of the um, super collider? Yes. Cool. A lot like that. Just old, dusty, and broken. Um, so, so these conduits, depending on which ones they are, and I can't tell from this, honestly. I never spent much time down here when I was here, but um, uh, some of them uh, work on the principle that um, they would pass air through them. So they would collect air from outside the city and pump it into the city so that... Um, there would be, uh, they could change the weather inside, so allow for a, allow for a more pleasant atmosphere inside Mithrinor. Um, some of these are also, um, if you look here, and we'll point at another bit where you can see there's like scarring and burning. They, they created or found a way to move uh, liquid hot magma around to various different other points um, in the city to allow for heating, so a normal go cold, and also to uh, magically enhance and power things. And, uh, well, I can't see it in this one, but um, also water, passing uh, water through to allow for um, fountains and pumps and that sort of thing. A lot of the water was also magically enchanted to be either very, very healing or very, very poisonous. So, bit of a bit of a throw up to see what you'd get. Fascinating. Ah. Mm. I think Anton just makes notes of it and just uses Nezril as like a point of information around this area. They don't know a huge amount about the Dwarven Tunnels and how they work because it's not really their area. They're just fascinated by it. It's just, it's cool. Same. Any more for any more? Uh, yeah, if it looks like Ephemera is no longer about to charge down the tunnel and mm-hmm. is actually settled uh, with the group, um, I uh, I will need your armor again. If that's all right by you. My, my, oh, oh uh, yeah, of course. Um, can you do it quite quickly, though? Of course. Great. Well, it'll take about an hour. But yes. Okay. Well, thank you for this, and it was so lovely meeting you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> sure, hon. <laughs> okay, weird wake lady. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, yeah we'll we'll spend spend the hour working on it and aware of her surroundings will not sing this time but we'll kind of there's a bit of a low hum mm-hmm. as uh, as she works it um, it does echo so like this tunnel all sound of this tunnel echoes cuz um, it's a tunnel um so you do get like the humming does sort of reverberate a little and you all get a bit like oh 
And you can all hear Eldrasny humming, even if it was meant to be under your breath, because it's a natural um, sound conduit. Yeah. If I get the sense that at any point I might be un- attracting undue attention, then, then I will stop. But... You hear Hyde Noir. Also, Nezaril is very much on the lookout. They're not the most amazing lookout because they lose track of things, but um, they don't need to long rest. They've been saving yeah. their spells for... Um, yes. We'll finish the... Arm- because oh, ephemera doesn't need to sleep either. Um, yeah, well, we'll finish the armor, um, but maybe purposefully take a little longer mm-hmm. over it than than necessary to give Ava a chance to like sit ephemera back down. <laughs> if that's what Ava's doing, if Ava is going to charge off them, um, but I think me. Well, the thing that that they're going to do to to delay it is also um, they're going to get the, a spare mace out of, out of her backpack. Just an extra lay, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, it's it's in my backpack. Um, I'm going to lay um, <laughs> lay the hammer, the war hammer, on the ground and place the mace on top and start um, magically working it as well. Um, and eventually about a quarter of it, of the metal, is going to siphon off and be um, sort of float in the air um, and then she's going to start sort of magically smithing but not at a forge sure. um, and eventually uh, pull together a dagger Ava uh, I would like to think that by the time you get to the fact You may not want to use it again, but I used to be part of an order that would probably want to smite me down now as well. I don't wish vengeance upon them. Vampires are an evil in a way that reborn are not. You don't seem to be an evil. Not a full vampire. Still trying to figure that one out, actually. But you don't seem to be, well, part evil. You seem to be annoyingly not evil. I mean, you saw the Dracula crawl and leap. That was a little bit... (laughs) I saw her rip a a rabbit. (laughs) She saw her eat a rabbit. That's not evil, that's just nature. I think it's fair to say that Ava's, you know, thoughts on evil are a little <laughs> squiffy. What's the dagger like? Is it, does it have a specific design or look? Is it magical? Uh, I don't, well, I don't know if I can do it with magic items. Um, I, it's, uh, I'm doing the, it's not the blessings of the forge, that's what's on the armour. Yep. Um, this is a channel divinity artisan's oh. blessing. What does that do? Uh, it crafts, well, uh, no, it's not magical. It crafts a non-magical item that must include some metal, uh, worth no more than 100 gold pieces. What's the design on it? What's the um, aesthetic? So um, it is an elven-shaped blade, so it's got that sort of the, the, the smooth arcs of, uh, of an elven-shaped blade. The, mm-hmm. um, the grip of it is um, ha- has echoes of Ava's wings and the same colour scheme, but the new oil slick colour scheme. 
um, and engraved along the blade are a couple of little mushrooms. Oh, oh that's very sweet. Oh, lovely. What's that? What's that kind of, there's, a, there's, a, there's a word for um, knives that have an oil slick like design of them. I can't remember what it's called. It's gone. Yeah, Sorry. But there is, a, there, is a, there is a real word for that, and I will find it. Yes, Ava, your dagger is now, you now have a much nicer dagger. It's still a bog standard dagger, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh. Yes, like I said, I wish that you don't feel the need to use it. But if you do, much better to be up close and personal and see the job done than blast at them from afar. Hmm. We might get on better than I thought we would. Well, when we're through with this, we've always got space for another person if you want to come along and kill a god. Not really my style. We've got time. We'll work on it. Ava, are you ready to go? It's here over your shoulder. <laughs> uh, Before you do, um, Hildrathny, Killer God is um, interesting. You've never heard anyone talk about killing gods before, and this seems not mm. quite what Ava was talking about earlier. Maybe there's an Ezreal connection. Okay. Oh no, the pieces, the chalkboard. Oh, the little dots. Anyway, I'm sorry, you were saying. There is no Pepe Silver! <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, go as in, go to, I am about to go to sleep. Yes. No, are you ready to go kill your enemies? Uh, after. Rama's not finished yet, darling. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> roll, I'm not used to this. Roll a I'm deception check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wasn't quite busy. <laughs> uh, the nut one. For <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was distracted. It's really obviously like a. <laughs> the, the, the armor is genuinely not finished, but uh, but the. <laughs> Uh, yeah, take that as you will. Uh, well, how long is it going to take? As long as it needs. Everyone doesn't like people being vague. Either <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to this. I just... I have so much energy. I, I just need... Right. Ow. Okay. So I think we have two things here. We have the short-term problem of you need to work off some of that, but then the long-term of I don't want to go just yet. Not yet? If we go now, we take down a few of them and we die trying. If we wait and we get the power that Nazareel is speaking of, we get all of them. Are you saying this so everyone can hear it? Yeah. Great. This isn't a secret at this point. And also Ava doesn't think she's being sneaky, sneaky evil. This sounds like a completely reasonable response to what the story she's just told. Mm-hmm. You've thought about this. Okay. Okay, I'll trust you. We'll stay for the moment. You sure? You know, if you go, I'll go with you. There are... 
down the corridor back through the invisible wall. Not invisible wall. The magic wall. Three terracotta warriors that are pretty easy to take down if you need to smash something. Would you like to go and smash some things? I'll be right back. I'll go just to keep so I can see, like stick my face through the wall. I am really injured if this is before the long rest. I'm not going to join in this party. Don't think about whether or not that, you know, that grave creeper would still be there, like go back maybe. Just, anyway. What have I done? Um, I'm going to make our lives incredibly easy. There's no need to roll combat or initiative or anything. If Emery, you are quite powerful and with Ava there to go, no, no, fire a knowledge blast if necessary. Um, you can easily, there's three more of them, just, <laughs> they're still now, they're just standing there. And then as you walk in, they stay standing there because they're waiting for you to come close so they can opportunity attack you. You have to go past them for that to happen, so you can just rub one and go, bonk, on the head of it and smash it, and then the others will start moving. You'll probably take them down very, very quickly if you just want a shillelagh and smack, and Ava's there to help if... if... Ava's not helping, she's just cheerleading. Okay. Then it's in not which... even just shillelagh and smack, I've gone sp spreading spores again. Just oh. to really get out the anger. Yeah, they're all dead. If you know time at all. No, no hide or hair of the gallows speaker. And if it was there, you wouldn't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just relive your worst memories. <laughs> we saw how well that was. I'm not, not going to do that, no. No, no, no need. While they're, while they're out of the room and um, I'm still finishing up on the armor, is, is Nate there? Is yeah, I was going to say... Um, Nate I've got I've got <laughs> and Nate was there Nate's doing a thing but he's sort of he's nearby um he's not really he can hear the conversation but he's not like eavesdropping um but also is sort of taking in the information and being like okay yeah like he get he, he understands where people are coming from he's not convinced it's necessarily the best plan for, you know, reality and things. Uh, but he also is just like, yeah, well, well, that's a that's a bridge we'll fall off when we come to it. Um, <laughs> Great telephrase. <laughs> a basic telephrase. Um, uh, so yeah, he, he, is, he is there. I was going to go into what he's actually doing in a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so as they're, they're working the armour, we'll just... Um... You spotted almost immediately that I was not Elven anymore. Yeah. Are you just that insightful or was I being really obvious? No, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff and met a lot of different people, so I just picked up on a couple of things, but I also knew, you know, like, you know, evil or anything. You're not that far gone. Do you think I have a soul? Uh, can I roll an arcana? It's a religion check, not an arcana check. Religion check, sure. Hello. It's the same, so. I know, but they seem to... <laughs> uh, 22. Hot shit. Um... Okay, what do you know about souls? What would a 22 give you about souls? You know what Anton said earlier about the soul belonging to the god that someone worships is partially true. So what everyone believes, and from your experience, is probably accurate for nine-tenths of people. Um, 
in the cases of some souls, they can be, as you have, bartered, sold, um, used, reused even. Um, the mortal soul is a commodity that has a lot of value uh, in other planes of existence and can be used as all sorts of different things there. Um, you don't know if an undead version of a person maintains their soul. If they're a mindless undead, like a zombie or so on, they don't have a soul. That's very simple. But vampires do. Is it the same soul but corrupted? Potentially, because it's still the same person. Is it potentially possible that Ildrethny has an elven soul that has been slightly corrupted? Possible as well. Your best guess would be that Ildrethny is still... If Ildrethny was Ildrethny before Ildrethny got turned into a dampier, then it's still... She's still got some of her soul. Like, it's still there in them. <laughs> somewhere. Um, chances are it has been affected. I mean, with a 22, I think you could conjecture that a vampiric biting of the neck and a um, replacement of the blood and that sort of thing has an impact on the soul that changes, adapts, corrupts, might be a good word for it. Um, and that Ildrethny's like lost a little bit of their elvenness, but has gained something else as well. That would be your best guess. So yeah, I would explain all of that. Um... Pretty much. Um, and I think I would... Sorry, yeah, I'd... I would talk probably about how souls like have a value and can, can sort of be traded and... Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other... There are some other, you know, weird magical things that can, can change the actual soul itself. Um, and... A lot of a lot of gods and their worshippers consider this a corruption. You know, that's that's a certain point of view. I would talk about how probably Yeah, I would talk about how it's it's certainly changed the soul. All right. The chances are it's changed the soul in some way. Whether that's a corruption is uh a, yeah. You could probably a judgment to call. You could refer to it in relation as well to your you made a bargain for your soul with mm -hmm. um uh, name. Uh, I've got it. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, Tishy. Tishy. It's Tishy, but Tishy. And Tishy. Uh, <laughs> you made a bargain with yourself with Tishy, and um, they now seem to own part of it. But you wrote yeah, the contract so in illusory script, so it may not be accurate. But you don't. Point is that your soul is a, is a bargaining tool as much as it is something you can make choices about if it changes or if it doesn't. So, from a warlock's perspective, what happened to Ildrethny is interesting because. Your your foray into warlocking has given you a little bit more insight than you may have otherwise. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, if you still feel like you, then majority-wise, your soul is still your soul, and it's it's doing what it's meant to do. You know, it probably has changed a bit. Maybe you're a little bit elf, less elf, and a little bit more something else. I don't think anyone else can tell you how to feel about that, though. I guess we'll just see if I can continue to keep the little part of me that wants to tear everyone to shreds at bay, then. How do you feel about it? Not being the same as what you were? Defiled. But also... has brought me abilities that have been useful. But I'm not sure the price is worth paying. Mm. 
I don't know yet. It must be hard when it wasn't your choice. Funny thing is, I did have a choice. Sort of. Well, I had a choice between this and something. Better? Worse? I don't know. I was given the choice of being turned fully. Right. That is no longer a choice. Even if I wanted to take it. I'm sorry. Hmm. Thank you. Anytime. And he'll sort of go back to what he was doing. What are you doing? So, um, Nate, as, as I think I've mentioned on stream, I've talked to everybody else a bit more about it. Uh, Nate has a little sort of contraption artificer thing. It's like a cylinder, mm-hmm. um, sort of rounded at both ends with various little um, little bits that stick out and um, buttons and things. Uh, and he's actually, he's taken the antimatter rifle and put it on the ground in front of him. Uh, and so he takes his, his thing and he like turns it and like pulls it apart. Uh, and on the inside, it's like half a cylinder with a kind of flat. So it's almost like a screen. He sort of waves his hand over it and it lights up. Uh, and he points it like at the antimatter rifle. Uh, and so this is um, artificing uh, an identify ritual or spell. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm, in, I'm investigating the rifle because Nate's just interested in how it all works. Sure. Um, Identify gives you details about it if it's magical. What does it give you if it's... Because for the purposes of the rules of the game, it is non-magical. Right, okay. What does Identify tell you if it's non-magical? Does it give you anything else? Um... I honestly don't know. No, not really. You learn its properties, but it doesn't actually say anything about non-magicals. Then we'll just... If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Okay, then I can give you some more. Um, It is... You would have seen the beginnings of clockwork design appearing in the world around you, because you're quite old. You've seen technology move on. Uh, You would have begun to see cannonade flintlocks. The idea of early gunpowder weapons has become part of Faerun slowly but surely. <laughs> As in most of these things, it's in a perpetual state of nearly being invented. So, um, Lantanese technology exists. Like, there are things around the world that you would have picked up on in your various travels. Um, this has very similar look and functionality, but there is an element of it that you do not understand. This canister underneath it that appears to power it uh, seems to contain necromantic energy. It's not like, ooh, energy of the dead. It's just this pure destructive force. What you would associate in your mind as a caster with evocation, like fireballs and so on, but it's not elemental. It's literally just pure destructive energy. Um, You recognize a disintegrate spell that's sort of bottled and contained, if you will. Um, The design of it and the features of it, you recognize that it is alien. It is not from Faerun. Um, the metal, <laughs> I think if you, you, you could do some basic tests on the metal to go, this metal doesn't exist on Faerun because it doesn't. Right. Um, it's definitely extra planar. Ooh, roll me a history check. The DC is really, really, really high. Can I um, 
provide assistance because I think as soon as he started actually properly investigating this, Eldrathne would have been interested given sure. her background in weapon I'm, forging. I'm, uh, I don't think there's any way Eldrathne would know. If it was about the com- composition of it, I would allow yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. But the history roll is very specifically about something that you... I don't imagine that... I sure. don't think Eldrathne would ever have heard of and Nate, because Nate is so well-traveled, might have heard an inkling of at some point. In that case, I'll give guidance. Fine. Okay. I don't mean to be harsh, just it's, it's yeah, very yeah, specific. Yeah, uh, so that's, uh, you said history? Yes. Uh, 21. Is that including a d4? Yeah. There's something tickling the back of your mind, but you can't put your finger on it. Um, detailed-wise of what this is, no, you can't quite piece it together. Um, you do note that the grip and the way it is designed is designed for a very large hand. Okay. Do I get the sense that I would be able to manipulate the metal in the way, same way I can manipulate um, Faerunian metals? Um, because your smithing is magical, if you put it on a forge, no, probably not. It probably has a um, heating point that you couldn't, if you couldn't achieve with a standard forge. Um, that being said. With your magical forging, you could probably use some of the metal within it, yes. Although the metal itself appears to be non-magical, it appears to be very hard. Mm-hmm. It's an alloy that you can't quite work out. Yeah. And has a slightly golden sheen. Hmm. Texture like sun. So yeah. Gun, forging, etc. We We long resting, my friends? the buttons. Uh, yeah. hope so. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that Ava and Ephemera return uh, thoroughly covered in terracotta dust and just, like, sated, if that's a good word to use. Um, and, um, <laughs> good. Um, and you can all, I'd say bed down, but um, Ephemera, you don't need to sleep, so your long resting is just being calm and quiet and chill. Um, Nezaril isn't sleeping because they're going to uh, make sure everyone's okay and won't take a long rest because they don't need to. Um, if the rest of you want to do, like, sort of slight rotating shifts, you can. I've got no issue with that at all. I.e., if one or two of you want to have a private moment with each other or Nezril, you are welcome to it. Otherwise, we will complete the long rest, unless anyone has anything they want to do. I have brought this on myself. Does Ava dream? Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it. There's no magical effect currently futzing with you. Um, dreams are, as far as we understand it, the memories of the day played through to try and deal with them. So I'm saying probably. Cool. But whether that impacts you or how you feel or your long rest is entirely up to you. I'm not going to. Oh, I would really like my long rest. It was more for how she, how, what, whether she's a happy bunny in the morning. Depends. Do hey, you, Ava? Do you feel like the events? Do you feel like the events of the last couple of sessions of this, basically? Do you feel like those would make remind her of the past in a way that makes her feel sad that it happened? I.e., I locked it away and now it's open to the elements and I don't like it. Or is there a sense of almost relief from having talked about it? I think there is a little of both, but the overriding feeling is she feels vulnerable. And she has spent the last two years making herself invulnerable. Um, so I think it's that. Does Ephemera's 
willingness to fight for you help that vulnerability that you'd maybe to feel you don't need to be the strong one all the time? A little, but also people only offer to fight for people if they think that person needs help. That's bad. God damn it, Ava. Okay, fine. <laughs> Look, Rebecca, are there ways this could be nice? No! Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, really, I'm really regretting that modify memory spell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't modify memory people without consent. Um, good. <laughs> That's why I shuffled over. I was like, <laughs> it's a tough one. I agree, it's a very tough one. In which case, if no one wants any more private conversations... Oh. I don't have, don't have a private conversation. Uh, this is the thing I just remembered about that you and I discussed very briefly before. Um, uh, because Nate has so many spells, um, I like the idea that he's kind of got a slightly adapted for ri- augury ritual uh, yes. that gives him a bit of a hint of what would be useful to kind of spells to prepare for the next day. Um. What, uh, which, which, which bit of your many classes do you tap into to cast augury? Uh, it's, uh, where's it gone? I think it's a wizard, uh, ritual. Where is it? It's a level two. Sorry. <laughs> and that's weird, but depending on which class it is, that where you draw the power from to see the yeah. future slightly. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a level two, uh, wizard ritual. Grant. Then the information you would get is dispassionate and, um, what it gives you is that the area where you are moving into is an area of conflict. Okay. Cool. Yep. It can't um, give you much. It's just more, <laughs> more like a yeah. today will be. So with, with that knowledge, <laughs> I uh, I think uh, my weird cylinder contraption thing sort of functions as my spell book as well, so I can like twist yeah. it. So yeah, I'll look through spells and prepare. It's like a roller deck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not you were saying. Uh, no, sorry. I think, um, yeah, Ildrathni will, once finished with the armor, will have given it back to Ephemera and will I will have offered to obviously do a lot of the, the watch. Um, will have thought about going to speak to Nezaril and not. Will have thought <laughs> about trying to commune with, uh, with Firecloak and not. <sighs> And not this time. Uh, oh, you and can't the, inside Mithranor. Well, I don't know that. I didn't know that. You've been told many a time that it is a spell that blocks teleportation. It blocks access to the outside world completely. There are things trapped in there that can't commune. But I don't know what she wants to ask yet. <laughs> am I a vampire? Or am I an elf? Mostly a Muppet. <laughs> if I'm a vampire. <laughs> I'm a very fuzzy vampire. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, um, friends, that's a Muppet movie reference. <laughs> <laughs> so many good songs in that movie. My God. Terrible I film didn't appreciate that. It wouldn't work later. Um, <laughs> Then, mm, possibly, what might have happened then is that she would have, uh, if one of the others had offered to take an earlier shift, would have 
done the four hours meditation required. Mm. Reverie. Rev- the reverie, but hesitantly a bit nervous of it in case of the memories that uh, that she has to process. Um, and I guess see how that goes. When's the last time you communed with Firecloak? Um, possibly, possibly when they met Nezerol. Hmm? As a, do we think this is a good path to follow? But in the context of, I've been hiding from civilization for a very long time and they don't seem to care that I'm a dampier. At the time, Firecloak will have given you a very strong indication that you should travel with Nezaril. Not that they're a great person, not that they're someone who needs your protection, but that you should travel with them. What they do is important. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Uh, the reverie... Sorry, I feeling like this is taking longer than I, I intended it to. The, um, how, how does their reverie go? Uh, like with, um, Ava, there's nothing currently futzing with your, uh, memories. So any choice that you make is yours. Um, either it is a collocation of the memories of the day and deciding that the people around you have supported you in that, or it's a reminder of the past you wanted to forget. I don't mind either way. It's up to you how you want to do things. There's no story. Mm-hmm. Fine. It or dice roll or anything. Fine. Um, then I think uh, part of that will be processing that memory again. But like she's tried to for a while is sort of, it's behind a little bit of like a TV screen of that's something I'm watching happening to someone else. And I know that it happened and I've seen the detail of it. And now it's over there again. Sure. Um, and then we'll, after after doing the reverie, we'll sort of take a moment. If there's someone else to keep watch for a bit, we'll possibly go a bit further down the corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and kneel down with the. I don't, I don't have the ceremony spell prepared at the moment, but I just foot it as part of the long rest. I can. Yeah, that's fine. Spare it. <laughs> yeah, better first on the for the next day. Let's fire it up, man. Yeah, yeah. How do you uh, commune with um, Firecloak? Um, I think uh, it involves uh, maybe maybe I've got um, a couple of little pieces of scrap metal that um, that are oddly like perfect spheres, and we'll um, again lay the the warhammer down on the floor. Um, and place the spheres on the hammer and then hands on the hammer as well. Um, and it sort of warms and the spheres sort of become like fer- like float a little bit and become ferrous mm. in the air Lovely. as they've sort of been melted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sort of, it's a bit of a trance sort of thing that she watches. As always with uh, Firecloak, He appears in fire, like the um, 
ferrousness of the metal starts to ignite slightly, and as it does, you feel yourself drawn into the fire, and you feel this figure in the fire, and are effectively still kneeling in an entirely flaming space with... Firecloak often appears as a very brawny elf. Like, has everyone seen uh, the pictures of what Thor looks like in God of War Ragnarok? Basically a humongous guy with a huge gut beer belly, but looking all strength. It's an elven version of that, so it's still relatively live. It's still relatively um, muscle-bound, but it's also... It's a chunky elf. It's a chunk elf is what it is. Eldra. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> of course it's a bro. What's uh, up, man? Uh, <laughs> welcome to my forge. <laughs> Here's my anvil. Here's my hammers. <laughs> Does the Ralph Firecloak run like a like an American style like workshop TV series? It's like probably. Hey, it's forging time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. forging time. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> your your weapon would indeed kill. <laughs> Anybody who watches that show out there. There's elements of that. Good. I've been completely distracted from what I was thinking now, but good. <laughs> um. It's a funny one. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if I have much specific to ask you, and yet felt the need to reach out. Um, That's cool. We can hang if you like. You've never told me before why I can still commune. Do I have a soul? Wow. Deep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Eldra, like... I'm gonna tell you something I've not told you before, okay? Mm -hmm. When you reached out, and we're like, please help. I was like, yeah, I can help. And I want to help because you're like me, you know? You're an elf who's... Stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to be really looking at them. Um, <laughs> why did you make him a bro god? <laughs> I love bro gods. They make me happy. Um, That's fair. When you reached out to me, I was like, I can help this person, and I should help this person, because you're like me, you know? You're an elf that's struggling to connect, and I get that. But I was also a bit like, vampires? Nah, man. So, I was in two minds, you know? And, not gonna lie, I spoke to some friends, and I was like, hey, is this person right for me? Is this person... I'm just going to move my Zoom screen so I can't see Rebecca and Niall. <laughs> Actual fuck. That's like vampires. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> talking to me. What the fuck? 
But yeah, I kept a Muslim friend. I was like, hey, is this a good idea? You know, is this person right for me? And I was told that you were super important and that you needed support and help. So I helped you, you know? And remember when you asked me about your friend? I don't know what happens there, but a lot of important people were like, we need someone on the inside there, bro. I don't understand. I, I, why would I be important? I don't know. Sorry, that's not my, my area, but like, if someone tells me something's important, especially someone I respect as much as I do the friends I ask, then I just go for it, you know? Who told you that? I mean, they told me not to tell you, so... They're important and elfy, you know? Was it Corellin? No. <laughs> wow. No, I'm sorry, I said, man. <laughs> That's the reaction they would give. No, totally not. I rolled a 26 on an insight check there. Of course they were lying! <laughs> You've all played with me enough to know when I'm lying. I mean... <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> right. Nazarul, the one I'm traveling with. Yeah. They... Seems that they have had a conversation with one of our other traveling companions about giving them some kind of indescribable power to go and destroy. That's definitely not going to bite us all in the ass, is it? Well, that sounds heavy. I don't know anything about it, though. I mean, any mortal having, like, god-killing powers is usually bad for gods, I'm going to say that. But, I don't know, some gods are dicks. Well, that was part of my thinking, but I wanted to check in that we didn't think it was going to have repercussions beyond this one I'm, particular god. I mean, it might. They wouldn't have given me the power to let you keep your powers unless they thought that you'd make the right choice, you know? Oh, good. Lots of pressure then. Isn't there always, like... I made one, like, dumb decision, like, a millennia ago, and I'm still not allowed in the clubhouse, you know? The fuck is that? Mm-hmm. I was a but blacksmith. I... I'm an artisan. Like, why have I been given all these important decisions? I don't know, man. Elf shit, huh? Hmm. All right. But hey, from someone who doesn't fit in, to someone who doesn't fit in. Your choices still matter. I feel like you say that to everyone. How many other people do you think worship me? It's like 10 guys. Not a guy. No, apologies, 10 people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's more than that, but you, you, you understand what I'm saying. Sure. I'm not surrounded by worshippers or anything. 
It's a shame you do a good job where it counts. Thanks. Hey, I don't know if you get a chance, but if you do meet any other elven gods, can you tell them that? Because, like, it's been a while, you know? I'm gonna, like, mentally fist bump. All right. Cool. We'll just let the the little beads of metal mm-hmm. drop down. You you remove yourself from the fiery place and the fire around the metal, and they the ferrousness sort of coalesces back into the three balls as they land delicately on the hammer. Well, I'm not sure any of that helped, but at least I know I can still do it. We'll just return back to the group, take over the watch if needed, and yeah. Great. Rogue gods have feelings. <laughs> um, sorry. If, if, sorry uh, just one small thing is I'd like to slip something into everyone's packs while they're sleeping. Sure, is it drugs? Like, what's happening? <laughs> kind of, they're potions. I'm shrewd. <laughs> <laughs> potions, what potions are they? Okay, so um, Ava gets a potion of hill giant strength and we'll also get a new potion in the morning because your strength is terrible. <laughs> Anton, you're getting a potion of invulnerability. Ooh, thank you. Ildra, potion of psychic resistance. Nice. And Nate, you're getting a... Let's see which one. Uh, oh, I don't really have anything relevant. Uh, because I want... Okay, you, fine, fine. You get a potion of maximum power. Oh, oh they're great. Does. They're really good. They're all and beyond. And these are the ones that you had um, stocked, right? You didn't just make these, right? No, no. What are the rules about making, by the way? Um, very complicated and won't, won't appear in this adventure. <laughs> I, okay. I have got something for you once you're inside the city that might be interesting in this regard, but the actual making of a specific um, leveled potion is something that takes weeks. I allow that you would have some new ones because of having time during travel, but in the process of an adventure, it's very hard to make potions. It's a downtime thing. Cool. Right, you all wake up. (laughs) Do you you tell them the potions are in their bags? Great. What's everyone's passive perception? Did you put it in my bag or did you put it in my bag of holding? Because they're two very different things. <laughs> Which one are you more likely to look in? Either, really. <laughs> you can't I know look in a in bag my, of holding. I know what's in my uh, bag of holding, so okay. it's like I just go in for it, whereas with my bag, I, I can look. I know that. Hang on. Well, I, at, I'm quite obser- observant. You've got Petunia. You know it's the same thing. If you if oh, you yeah. you can't like open Petunia's mouth and just go, what have I got in here? That doesn't work. Like you have to call for something. <laughs> okay. I probably think that Anton's a little obtuse, so I leave it in your normal bag, but kind of peeking out a little bit. <laughs> it's a little potion like neck at the side of your little bag. Cool. Um, what's everyone's passive perception? Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Uh, it doesn't matter for you, um, Ephemera really left it so that you could see it, Anton. Um, 16, oh, <laughs> um, Evie, what's Ephemera's uh, passive sleight of hand? So your sleight of hand modifier plus 10. Oh, plus 10, so that would be 11. Right, you all see these potions in your bags as you wake up. You can't miss them. They're big and potiony. 
feel like I literally watch Ephemera do it. <laughs> but... And you just hear in your head, you saw nothing. <laughs> and at the same time, that's, that is when uh, Ildrathne passes back the armor and says, glad you decided to stay a little longer. Yes, I am too. Well, thank you for the armor. Um, maybe a certain little fairy has given you a present in return. Hmm. I think that certain little fairy is, uh, I'm very grateful to them, but also she better not be sneaking around my stuff in case she wants to get squashed in the future. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. <laughs> we were getting along so well. Touch my shit. <laughs> I believe this is what they call playful banter. <laughs> Says Anton. <laughs> I just love that it said, don't touch my shit. Thank you for the gift, don't touch my shit. Okay, good. Right. If you're all... Uh, oh, sorry. Just, I think, having witnessed that, uh, Nate will go, oh, uh, thanks very much, Ephemera. Um, I can give you an... We can, like, do a trade if you want. He's holding up his kind of, like, cylinder thing. He's, like, popped up in one of the little... <laughs> like, it's like a little tap. He's like, eh... Yeah, like, this thing, it just makes one every day. I don't always know what it does, but, uh, <laughs> like, like, I've only once seen it do something that, like, wasn't, wasn't really cool. Is that a, do you brew potions in there? Yeah, well, it's like, it's more of a, like, runoff kind of thing, but, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, some, you get some really interesting magic effects on Would you like well, some magical know. runoff? <laughs> Well, I don't know what it would be in return for, but I would be glad to accept a gift should you wish to present me with one. Great, hang on. And he sort of rummages and pulls out an empty little bottle. There you go. It's it's thick. <laughs> and it's like... It's, it's not like translucent, but you can see like there's bits floating in it of not solid stuff. It's like, it's, it's almost lava lamp-like. But Ooh, if you can, a bit snotty. There's bits of different <laughs> liquid in there that are not mixing and dissolving in. It's oh, that's so grim. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's an experimental elixir. Certainly is. So I just have to take it and hope. Yeah, like I said. Hang on. Just to be clear, Evie, this is the kind of potion we have to bang the bottom of the bottle to get it out. <laughs> it's like drinking ketchup. Excellent. Luckily, my sense of taste is significantly dulled. So. <laughs> you can't taste the motor oil. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I've I've seen it do a lot of things. Like sometimes they, it heals you, and sometimes it lets you fly for a bit, and sometimes it like lets you transform your body for a bit. That sounds very interesting. I will treasure it for however long it lasts. Well, I mean, I don't think it goes off, so you know, keep over as long as you like. It does go off after a day, I think. Honestly, yeah, no, it might do. After a day, it, it, it becomes acidic and dissolves itself. That's how rank it is. <laughs> oh, no, no, I think, okay, let's just headcanon this. After a day, it just slowly gets harder and harder until it becomes impossible to get out and then is stuck there forever. Like cheese slowly going off. Uh, yeah, it lasts until it is drunk or until the end of your next long rest. There you go. Okay, I will use my mystery potion today. <laughs> Please do, they're great. Uh, cool, right. Are you all getting ready to go? Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. 
a potion. I have no idea who put this here. I am so grateful. And then puts it in my bag of holding. <laughs> Great. See all this fuss, but Ava just spots a potion with a giant toenail in it. It's like, yeah, on brand. Move on. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. We can be moving when I do, as I'm doing this. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I think have a long rest. Can I come in with my god? Can I do all of my prep? Can I do all of this? I wasn't well, going I've done to, my prep. Like... <laughs> Kidding. I've, I've uh, done my prep. Uh, I have, where's it gone? Damn it. I gotta be Brogard, and I love Brogard. Me too. <laughs> it's just to annoy you, not you know that, right? It's just to annoy you. It's because I, um, I see myself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. <laughs> so as as we're walking, mm. um, Nate casts enhanceability on himself because this this fucking the things on this gun are bugging him. Um, so he does a fox's cunning and gives him advantage on intelligence checks. And he's kind of looking at this, the, the gun again. Uh, and I'd like to roll another history check, please. Can I see? Um, wait, does that give you advantage? Yes. Ah, oh, then no worries. Um, it's just going to help you. <laughs> I take the opinion that you can't roll again. However, you've expended a spell slot, which to my mind means it matters to you a lot. Ergo, you're welcome to roll again. Cannot do it every time, okay? This is no, no, If this one fails too, then you can fail. Yeah, no, I'd like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if I do something, then it gets me another roll, but... That's totally I'm fine. fine. I'm fine with that. If you just like, let me roll again, let me roll again, let me roll again, I'd, I'd smack you down. If, yeah. you, if you do it in an obvious enough way, Eldrathne will give you guidance again. Thank you very much. Is he still super high? God damn! It's exactly the same role. <laughs> With advantage. With advantage. Oh, mate. And the guidance was the same. The highest of the advantage was the same. <sighs> okay. Absolute jokes. <laughs> Anton was going to help. If Anton wants to help as well, and you're all involved in this, and it becomes part of excellent role play together, I am willing to give you one extra advantage. Oh, you're right, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like... Does anyone know what this is? <laughs> this is driving me fucking crazy. Uh, like, I recognise it, but... I might have read something about it on the Arcane Brotherhood, I think. Maybe... It's possible. Yep. No, you didn't. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Oh, no, the tragedy. Slip my mind. Slip my mind. Don't worry, it will come up later. I'm just... It's not going to be... It will be a mystery for the whole campaign. <laughs> There's a constant every morning. Can I roll the gun? <laughs> I'll burn a fourth level spell slot to no. No, at this point, he's like, right, okay, if I can't remember, then I need to try and find information elsewhere. I mean, your friend can cast Legend Lore for free whenever he wants to. Just saying. Anyway. Um, <laughs> All you need to do is ask, baby. <laughs> you move down the corridor, and it's still the same. It's still dark. Um, Ephemera, are you recasting Dark Vision? Yep. Grand. Then you can all see. Uh, it is 60 feet, and it is in grayscale. So... It looks lifeless and barren and weird. Continuing down the tunnel ahead of you, do you have a marching order? Order. Order. Probably be near the front. Yep. Be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, Nazarel's also in the middle. At the back. I'll be with Nazarel chatting about dwarven hydron colliders. Okay, Ava's at the back. <laughs> uh, stuck like a barnacle to Ava. 
Sure. I'll hang up at the front. We're still dressing it. There we go. Um, continuing down this um, tunnel, you will see that there are, um, much like in the tube, there are sort of small steps leading up to a door in the side of the tunnel that's sort of a one-person size that you could go through. But um, if you ask, Nezaril will go... Um, those lead to further tunnels, whereas the tunnel itself will lead into the city. Unless you want to particularly go explore, we should probably keep going. It's up to my choice, though. Dewey, and I hate to bring this up in front of everyone, I do apologize, I know you've all had your rations. Do we think it's possible that there's any small little creatures around living down here? It's entirely possible. We've not seen any living creatures down here, but it's possible. People could keep an eye out for some breakfast for me. That would be nice. Anyone want to roll a nature check? I'll do it. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's 27. Three. As you walk, if Emma, if you keep an eye out, you will occasionally see quite a large grub-like thing. No rats or anything like that, but um, this is in reference to, there are things called tube mosquitoes and they are a breed unto themselves. They have bred inside the tube and have become completely different species. They only exist in the tube. Isn't that cool? Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tube's filthy, man, it's great. Um, yeah, you can find these sort of like strange grubs that you could easily, like they appear to be clustered around various points where the metal is a bit porous in places or broken or the tunnel itself is damaged but we come from the earth outside and um, just sit in here and you could easily grab one and just. I don't know if I want to eat a grub. You've Does probably... it look like it has blood? Wow, picky vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do insects have blood? Insects do have a kind of blood. It doesn't work quite the same way as um, human blood does. Um, it wouldn't be very well ox oxidised or oxygenated. Mm. Seeing Eldra's face, um, the, will people do? Anton, like, slowly looks back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What did you say now? Excuse me. You look hungry and that does not look appetizing. There are other sources of blood possibly voluntarily offered. No, there aren't. Okay. Get back to me when you get hungry. The offer is still there. For now. Do you like I can conjure a woodland being for you to feast upon? <laughs> No, you can't. They're magical. It's fey. It would appear, and then you would bite it. It would disappear. It wouldn't have blood. Damn it. Wreck on the hell out of that. Jesus. <laughs> no. You can have this horrible blood if you want it. I've just checked. They do have blood. It doesn't have red blood cells, because it doesn't It doesn't have hemolymph. It doesn't need it. So um, it would be sort of yellowy or greenish, and um, it would still work for a vampire, I reckon. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. They think they run. <laughs> Crops. Just, just pick it up. I can make it taste better if you like. <laughs> right. Tell me, what is your reference for what tastes good to a vampire? 
I don't know, but what tastes good to you? And also there. Is it people? <laughs> can you can you taste? Can I, just, <laughs> I just say that from the back. Nate is still kind of looking at the gun, but he's like. <laughs> <laughs> is it people? <laughs> I, th- I think Eldrathi was was holding the bug and kind of really is not appetizing, not liking the look of it at all. But at this constant needling of from over of could, could eat me, could eat me, is just gonna bite into this thing. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll press to say it into um, an orange. <laughs> like it's a spray. Oh, that's worse. I don't know if I can taste that. Orange? You can taste orange. Oh, yeah, it taste the flavour of orange, yeah. It's like right. a chocolate orange, just no chocolate and all um, pus. It's not all pus. orange. It's not pus. Pus, that, that would be cruel. No, it's called hemolymph. It is much like blood, but it, it transports nutrients around the insect's body. It's got a pumping circulation. It works pretty much the same way as blood does. It just doesn't have any um, hemoglobin. It doesn't need it, because and it wouldn't be oxidised, so... I mean, I don't know what blood tastes like, folks. Um, actually, blood, um, iron. Metallic. Iron, metallic. Yeah. This yeah. wouldn't taste like that because it's not oxidised, so it would just be... Tastes like orange. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd get a brief taste of sort of damp, mildewy water. It's probably the closest taste I can imagine it would be close to. Probably a bit thicker than that. Damp, mildewy scum. And um, then it quickly gets overpowered by... Have you ever had um, artificial orange flavouring? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sort of sickening back of the nose, like, oh boy, like yeah. too much orange, very quickly overrides pond scum. I don't think either's pleasant. No. <laughs> I'm making it nice. I would have made it bad. You'd need to make it pretty strong to overcome the smell of the taste of. It just it just changes the taste of shit. Okay, I apologise. Then you get a very yeah. you get a very delicate taste of like um, a, a, a very pleasant orange juice. Mm. <laughs> it, it will suffice. Thank you. Uh, it doesn't look pleasant, folks. The uh, fangs and the little bit of dribble is all yellow and green. I'll, I'll clean that away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. I love it. Okay, good. Um, I have a question. Um, if, yeah, you can have a cubic foot of that. Please. Oh my god, go ahead, Evie. Ildrasni? Yes. Does the blood need to be fresh? Um, not always, but the fresher the better. Okay. I think next time we find a creature that we need to deal with, maybe we harvest some of its blood for you for in case a situation <laughs> I... like this comes about. I couldn't ask the rest of you to do that for me. We'll be killing it anyway. Actually, I might have a way around killing things. Why? Well, have you ever have you ever commanded an army before? I've undead, yeah. A bit like that. Ooh. And then we kill. No, yes, <laughs> yes. But also, well, Drathni, we should eat. And harvesting blood is not a big ask. Anton, you were not suggesting controlling something. 
sit on my face on it. No, no, it won't. Uh, you won't be able to do that. That's why I was saying we probably won't do that to the things because I have okay. a better way of dealing with that. And I'm going to throw just... down a hard line on that. Well, I'm with you. What if we just say, suggest to a large number of people a course of action they might want to take and then it's up to them if they do or not? Well, the suggestion I was going to make was a little bit... I, I think mean... we're done discussing my <laughs> breakfast habits. Thank you very much. Can we just carry on down this corridor? <laughs> oh, no. Is there, like, just silence after that? <laughs> I think Ava will, once Eldrathi has stormed a safe distance ahead, to Anton just be like, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> so the spell doesn't actually mechanically work like that. <laughs> 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 he, wow. he starts to explain about how if it, if it, the creature is going to... He's going to get a drained bug to the face. <laughs> uh, roll me a um, ranged attack. <laughs> Tastes like orange juice. <laughs> it doesn't to you. It does! It, it's a cubic foot of food! Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was the person. It's not the person, it's, it's the actual... <laughs> you can change a cubic foot of stuff. So like ranged orange. attack would be dexterity, wouldn't it? It would, yes. Said. That's a, just a flat ten. Because <laughs> 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 nothing. There's a, there's a faint <laughs> behind you. <laughs> I think it's best, I think it's best we, we just kill this conversation. They're really touchy when they haven't eaten. I, I, I understand it. Everybody's had a, 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 a bit of a traumatic few days. So. Mm, fair. Talk to them about the circle of life when they calm down a little bit. Anton just like looks back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Audrey, you walked ahead. Um, <laughs> Save Nate, us. Nate, were you, were you going with? Because you were up ahead as well, but you sort of like trying to keep up. Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, the two of you will see it first. Um, up ahead, uh, the tunnel is completely bisected by a blue-green hexagonal... Is it, hexa is it hexagons that tessellate? It is, isn't it? Yes. I think so. Six yeah, hexagons yes. tessellate. Yeah, I thought so. Um, of hexagons. With a slight arcing curve, like it curves for your from your perspective inwards. Um therefore implying that this is the edge. Where it crosses... It's just going to, like, tap on it at the end of the oh, Wait, 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 wait. You are, you are quite... You are still about... Oh, okay. I'm going to say 50 feet away from it, with reasons why it will become apparent. Um, as you move towards it, you can see that this shield... It flickers. It doesn't appear to be, like, a perfect flicker, like, every couple of seconds. It goes off and on again. It's more random and more sporadic and more scattered than that. Um, where it impacts the side, where the cabling is, on the far side of it, you can see that these conduits are thrumming with energy. There, you, 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 you feel a bit of heat, even, from what's clearly molten lava running through it, and you can hear running water, wind. Like, it's relatively loud all of a sudden. Um, on the far side, you can just see through this are a couple of figures. They look to be sentries or something similar, looking up. You get the sense that looking through the shield is not easy, because there's no shouts of alarm as you get within 50 feet of it, but you also recognize that this might be a place where things could see you and attack you if they could get through the shield. So, 
I will give you that. You can see that up ahead of you as you do this. Um, the others can join from behind. Oh, very pretty. And what do I just, think is the best approach? Well, I've just looked at the time and realised that the best approach is to wait until next time to, um, oh. <laughs> to deal with this. Wow, we spent a long time. That's good. Lovely. Oh, so much plot. Anyway, we'll get past this next time. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Um, we play on Mondays. This was episode four. There will be eight more. So join us on Mondays for the next two months when we keep exploring the last city of Mithrinhar, the wreckage of it. Yeah, it's great. And on Tuesdays, I think we've just started our, our next cycle of one-shots. So we've got some very exciting people doing some DMing in our one-shot series. Um, Rebecca, Nat, do you want to share anything about what you've got planned? Nat? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess, actually, for those that watched the talk together mm -hmm. with Chris and I, yep. you might already know what it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Well, so, some research for the audience, if you wish, or keep it as a surprise. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Nat. Rebecca? Uh, I am DMing for the first time ever. Um, oh, wow. It's going to be not remotely this traumatic. It's going to be very deeply, deeply, deeply silly <laughs> and may, say, happen in sort of midsummer at the nighttime like a dream. <laughs> Lovely. Very good. But yes, you can enjoy those on Tuesday. I'm not sure what order the one shots will be in, so there'll be a couple, plus some others and some other members of the company who are either joining us for DMing or are giving it a go for the first time. So join those on Tuesdays. And on Fridays, we still have Talking is a Free Action, where um, the various nefarious question masters ask questions of our players in their characters. So join us on Fridays to check more of that out as well. Um, all of our shows stream at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. They're archived at youtube.com slash RollTogetherRPG. And you can search for RollTogetherRPG on your favorite podcasting app, and we should be there. And if we're not, let us know at our email address, which is RollTogetherRPG at gmail.com. There we go. We're on the socials. You, you, you know what to search for. It was that thing I said very quickly, lots of times. Um, I think we're on most of them. There might be a TikTok. It's happening at some point. I don't know when because um, it's not me doing it. <laughs> so, um, so one of, one of our young players will be doing some youth stuff with the TikToks, and that's grand. Best way to do it. Yeah, no, right. Um, so <laughs> that's happening. Um, and I think that's it. Thank you to the D20 Club. You're wonderful. All of this happens because of you. It couldn't happen without you. Uh, if you want to join them, they're on Patreon. There's a link in chat, and they help set up our fan Discord and our fan Wiki. There'll be links in chat for that, too, if you wish to join them. Ah, uh, what have I forgotten? No, that's everything. Uh, thank you so much to all of our sponsors and supporters as well. You are marvellous people, and without you, we also couldn't do this, so you are marvellous, and thank you so much for all of the support. Cool. See you all next week. Ha-cha-cha-cha. -cha -cha.